Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. And this episode, not just another episode. Mm -hmm. It's a very special episode. And why is that, Rose? Why is it a special episode? Because it's Christmas. <laughs> is, 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 and. <laughs> well, it's Christmas, yes. And also, it's kind of, well, we, we started the podcast kind of end of November. But like, we're going to say that this is right around the time that we're, our podcast, the Savage Podcast is turning the right <laughs> old age of one year old. One year old. How mm-hmm. cute. And if you want to see something even cuter, if you guys aren't watching the video, you should see <laughs> what me and Rose are wearing right now for this podcast yes. episode. <laughs> we decided to get festive. So mm-hmm. I'm Rudolph. Yep. And I'm Santa Claus, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, one of us put a little bit more effort. Me. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, too, is like, because we were like texting about this and I was just yeah. like, oh, you know, we're going to get ready or whatever. And I, I didn't, ex- we we like didn't know what each other was going to wear or yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to throw this Santa hat on. And then Rose came on the camera and I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to like surprise you. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like almost ask you to like record, be- like get it all recording mm-hmm. just so I can like pop in and be like, hey, Daniel, and get like your reaction. But it was, it was very surprising, Rose. Yes, Daniel's reaction. This is like a look that this is like a look that you should create like next year for a Christmas party. I think it would be super if there's like a festive Christmas party and you could be the hot Rudolph that shows up. (laughs) (laughs) I might actually. I kind of enjoyed doing this like last minute makeup. Mm -hmm. So let us let us know, guys, if you're watching um, on YouTube, let us know in the (laughs) comments section below what you think of Rose's look today. Can you guys see like, oh, my God, glamorous. Let's zoom you in for a second. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Can you see my makeup, guys? Oh my god. We don't want this, this to go to Rose. We don't want to, we, this to go to Rose's head, though. You know, god damn. Oh my head, be, my head be big already. I'll be drinking wine for a different reason. My god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you guys. So this episode, brace yourselves. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be drinking. It might be long, mm-hmm. but we're gonna have a great time, aren't we? Exactly. Yes. That's the. Let's plan. face it. You guys have nothing better to do because we're all in a pandemic. So you're going to just listen to us. <laughs> we is all in lockdown. So We what is you, all in lockdown. What are you drinking today, Rose? I'll be drinking some red wine from oh, uh, from Italia. Italian I'm, wine. I'm drinking a white wine from, <laughs> from Australia. From, from Australia, really? Yeah. And the was reason it $8? Pay- <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was cheap. But that's not the reason why I picked it. Um mm. Cause, and it's actually not even the best wine, but when I was in Australia, I went on a wine tour of a bunch of vineyards. Oh, um, okay. And the only one that I was remembered because I got so drunk on this wine tour was Jacob's Creek. So I actually have been to their vineyard. And isn't that like a really cheap one? 
<laughs> yes. And it sucks because like, but actually to be fair, some of the wineries that we went to, because you often do this when you go on these wine tours, is uh-huh. like, um, they're like small, like bespoke ones that you could only really get in the region. You know what I mean? They, they don't right. have that. Like there's some of the, like this is like Jacob's Creek is like a big producer, but like there's a, there, we went to a bunch of um, mom and pop shop ones as well. So. Okay. You know, okay. Ha- and you don't remember. That local. No. Support it's that local that you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, uh, this is the bad thing, you know, what's the I've, bad thing, Daniel? I've, I've been on several wine tours, right? I've been on lots uh-huh. of different wine tours and <laughs> yes. the, the problem with wine tours is you always go and you get excited and you want to learn stuff about the wine and you know, but it involves wine, right? So you, you, uh-huh. you drink and you consume and the, but before the end of the tour, you know, you're not going to remember everything, you know, you barely remember how this tour started. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the problem is, Daniel, usually wine tours, let's, I mean, speaking of wine, let's just get this open. Okay. <laughs> wine tours are usually, um, what should I call it? Meant for people to just taste the wine, mm-hmm. not get wasted off the wine, which is, is what ve- we, d- we do. This is very <laughs> true. And don't they say also technically, like you're supposed to like taste it, but you're not supposed to swallow. Like, isn't that that's how just, you're, supposed I mean, to, you're supposed to like spit out that's the... That's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> you got to swallow. <laughs> oh my God. I think we're going to have to change the uh, PG rating on this particular episode, Rose. What are you goodness. talking about, Daniel? I'm just talking about wine and wine mm-hmm. tours, okay? Yep. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about I'm talking about wine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ooh, that, that, well, has a, that has a unique musk to it. Um, it's that $8 musk. I'm not sure how I feel about that. It was 12, okay? <laughs> Daniel, don't say that. that is not a defense. <laughs> I know. That's okay, Daniel. I used to drink. I remember in the UK when we were first living there, when I was first living there, I was so broke and I would never get wine that was like above eight, uh, like five pounds. The, the, the thing is about Europe though, like, okay, maybe not so much in the UK, but like in other parts of Europe, like I remember when I was in Portugal, we went to the grocery store and we bought like a bunch of different um, types of wine. And I remember my friend from the UK was there and she got like a little bit more expensive of a wine. And I got the one that was like two euros. It was like ridiculously cheap. I know, cheap. it's so cheap. And the one that was two euros was better. And I was like, right. Cause it, cause, cause there it was like, yeah. I don't know, you get, you can get some really it's like good- fresh or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it yeah, is, I don't know. but in the UK, me too. same with Italy and stuff. Like yeah. I would always get like really cheap wine. Cause it's, it was so cheap. Mm-hmm. You could get like $2, like two euro wine. And it was like it always good. good. Yeah. You would like have it. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is like amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like that's what, one thing I like miss about Europe is like how, you know, cheap the wine was. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. You know, it was nice. Daniel, maybe mm-hmm. we should make our own wine. God damn. That's difficult. Is it possible? I think it is. No, you know what I, what was it that somebody made? Who made that? Someone made gin. Ooh, gin. Yeah. Apparently it's not, well, it's, it's a process, but it's like, you can make it at home like gin and you can yeah. make like, I think you it was can make wine co- at home too. True. I think it was my cousin that made it and he put like all kinds of like berries and random shit in it. And it was like so good. So I think gin mm-hmm. or wine gin. Are you supposed to put berries in gin or did he just make it like a gin cocktail kind of thing? Maybe it was a gin cocktail or maybe it was diffused in, in that process. You know, there was a <laughs> berry diffusion. It was like, you know how they have like vodka infused with citrus. It's like gin infused with oh, berries. Oh, I see. Guys, you want some ASMR? <laughs> that is some wine ASMR, guys. That's making me need to go to the bathroom. God damn, Rose. Oh, God damn. Guys, not only are you getting a podcast, you're getting a costume show, and some ASMR. 
Well, I'll wait. I was just about to start drinking mine, but I was like, wait, cheers. let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, let's do a cheers to the camera. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Ooh. Delicious. Oh. What? What's wrong with your wine? It's delicious. It's actually really nice, but it's super sweet. And I, I, I forgot. Oh, it was, God. Because it's a Moscato. Moscato, I think that's how you say it. Uh-huh, they're like uh-huh. very, very sweet. They're wines. really sweet. Yeah. Oof, that's going to give me a sugar But you rush. love that. <laughs> you love those sweet ones. Mm. I do Daniel's like them. a little one, bit of a basic bitch. I is. I'm very, um, <laughs> look at me being my, I'm bringing out my 16 year old white girl realness, drinking <laughs> a sweet white wine here today uh, on this no, Christmas that's a episode. Little, <laughs> I mean, when I was like, when I was first drinking, the first thing that you drink is like coolers. Do you oh, remember tr- drinking coolers? Oh, oh my God, God. Do I ever? Oh my God. Those were the worst. Mm. I think I drank them until I was like 18 something. And then I like, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I don't yeah. think I've ever drank them ever again. I've had them before, like on one-offs where I'd have like just one cooler. Cause it's like, you know, Ugh. it's almost like a fruity drink kind of, but like, yeah. I remember like one of the first times that I ever got drunk, like ye- years ago. Um, uh-huh. And I was drinking, I think it was like Mike's hard lemonade or something like that. Oh like God, it's the coolers. worst. And it's so <laughs> yeah. sweet. And I just remember like also too, the dangerous thing with coolers is because like at least if you make a drink with like vodka or something like that, you do get that sometimes that little kickback or you know you're drinking alcohol, right? But like with coolers, they're so sweet and sugary that you can drink them like juice. And especially Ugh. for like young kids that are, or not young kids, but like, you know, 18 year olds that are enjoying, res- <laughs> supposed to enjoy responsibly. <laughs> it's so easy to overdrink. Um, yeah. And I remember. Just I thought some- they were always kind of gross though. Yeah. Like they never tasted good, you know? Yeah. I, Did well, you I, like the taste? To be honest. I don't remember enjoying it that much. And yeah. like, like similar to you, I think it's been a very long time since I've had coolers. <laughs> yeah. Like now, <laughs> if I have a sweet drink, like I don't mind a sweet wine or like an ice. I really like like ice wine. Ooh, was really ice good. wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, or like a nice cocktail that's maybe a bit sweet, but like that's yeah. what I like now. I don't want I, like a cooler. Like if someone, if I went to a house party and there was like the only thing to drink there was coolers, I'd be like, hey, what's going on here? Well, what kind of 18 <laughs> year old house party are you going to, Daniel? <laughs> I would not be at an 18-year-old party. Let me tell you that. Well, I can tell you that for... No, for They'd be yeah. calling the cops on you. Oh, God damn, bro. We, we is old, but we ain't that old, okay? I did get ID today. Did you? I was wearing a mask covering mm. half my face, but still... True. That's a good sign. Have you ever, like, have you ever gotten ID'd and then they, like, ask you to take off the mask? Well, I don't get ID'd, Rose, so... <laughs> that's a you problem not a me problem ever so well, usually they don't ask to take off the mask Mm. because like i don't see that's like the awkward thing right now because what are you supposed to do when you id somebody like you can't really you know anyway so they i one time some guy was like can you um what did he and he said it in like a weird way too and he was kind of funny so i thought he was joking he was like he was like i need to see your jawline (laughs) i was like what that's so random yeah, I was like, are you joking? And then he's like, no, I'm serious. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I like okay, took off the I'll mask I'll show you my second. jawline. Like, <laughs> so you just need to see the jawline. You need to make sure mm. that the jawlines were identical. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of nice. That's nice that you still get ID'd, you know? Again, I was wearing a mask. But yeah, yeah it depends on where I go. There are certain yeah. places I go and then they like know who know me. Because <laughs> <laughs> so you're a regular there? <laughs> Oh, God. It's the green hair, okay, everyone? Like, once they see me once, they know it's me. 
exactly I think because you have like you said you like do you have very distinct hair like oh you, god all, all the different colors that you've had have always really stood out so <laughs> um, maybe I should dye it a different color Daniel what should I go next mm, well you know what my vote is <laughs> your favorite is red I love the I red know. hair I but know. then also I don't know like what colors what colors were you debating between Rose I was thinking red as well mm. um but I don't know maybe I'll try something crazy Damn. Well, I mean, what color haven't you dyed it now? I feel like I've done it all except for like really blonde, which I don't really no, want to do. No, don't do don't do that. Yeah, please. I don't want to do that. Oh, God damn you! <laughs> you want to tell me how you really feel, Daniel? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure you could pull it off, but like, also, it's really bad for your like really bad. It's for your very hair. bad for the hair. That's the main reason I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Um. So it has to be something a little bit more darker toned, like not too dark, but like. Mm. Nothing too light. Like, I can't really do pastel. I mean, I could, but I don't want to ruin my hair further, so. Yeah. What about, like, a dark blue? Have you had a dark... I know you I had, did, a, like... A, I did a blue before the green, remember? No, I, I remember the blue, but it was more of a light blue, wasn't it? Or a lighter oh, blue. It was more of, like, a blue-blue. Like, a true blue, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go dark, though. Do I mm. want to go dark? Or you could I feel do... like once you go dark, it's hard to go light, so... Yeah, true, true, true. Hmm. Wow. I don't know, Daniel. I don't know. Should we have a little poll somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> what colors vote, are rose guys dye? yeah vote oh. for the color i was thinking about maybe i'll dye my hair you know you should green <laughs> perfect we can match was it you or angela that i sent that or i did like a um there was like a filter on instagram do you remember when i was like doing a story or something and it had this thing that made your hair look green and i did mine green did i send it to you i can't remember i think Ange- well no angela did the filter mm. and she did like the green hair mm. And then did you do the same filter that she did? Probably, yeah. That's probably what happened. God damn. Anyway, do we have... Are we talking about stories this week? Or today, are we just gonna... Today isn't stories. Today is answering people's questions. And just um, chilling and drinking. It's happy mm, hour with Rose and Daniel. It's been a exactly. while. It has been a while. And there's actually been quite a few like people requesting, being like, have another drinking episode. So... You know, here we are, guys. Happy I mean, holidays, everyone. <laughs> yes, happy holidays. Oh, my God. Well, by the time this comes out to the public, it's going to be post-Christmas. After, it is going to be post. Cause so hopefully you guys had a good Christmas. Oh, yeah, true. So for for the Patreons, have an ama- hope you guys have an amazing Christmas because <laughs> yes. they're going to get it on Wednesday. And then... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be good. Shall we? It should uh, be good. Shall we? Shall we dive into some of the questions? Oh, my God. Did, did we get... A, oh, I got some questions on my Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, are you filming with your goddamn phone? Uh, what do you think, Rose? Oh my <laughs> god, you need to get yourself a camera, please, Daniel. Okay, I'll, Daniel, I'll, we cannot I'll, work I'll... under these conditions. So I want to start off with one of the Patreon questions because it was so <laughs> Daniel funny. Likes to, Daniel likes to ignore me when I when I uh, <laughs> lecture him. <laughs> this is true, accurate. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, go so go, let's... Daniel. I'm going to take a selfie while you do that. Okay, you take a selfie. Um, this is what I have to deal with all the time. You know, Rose just constantly taking (laughs) selfies. Uh, that's fine. So (laughs) I really like this question. Tell me, tell me. Because it's quite funny. I think I did send it to you already. So, okay. So for celebrating the year of the podcast, here's a juicy question for us, Rose. (laughs) Oh, juicy. Daniel, I don't think I'm ready for this. Mm, Uh Uh-huh. Get ready for it. Have, have you ever fought over a man? Perhaps his, se- <laughs> his sexual orientation was unknown or it included both of us. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have so, an answer? Well, yeah. I mean, kind of. Because <gasps> no, no, no. Like we've never oh. ever 
fought over a guy ever or even even because no. and the reason being there's like a fundamental reason why this would never be an issue what's the reason because we have what? very different types <laughs> like completely different types do you think so do you think we have completely different types maybe not maybe not completely different but like i don't know that's you, true because yeah. i remember some guys that daniel was like into in university and i was like mm, mm-hmm. no there was this one guy that you were like super into that was like always at the gym do you remember <laughs> Yes. And I'm not going to repeat what I called him, but <laughs> <laughs> he was not cute. Okay. Yeah. He was not cute. But Daniel was like all over this guy. And mm-hmm. I was like, no. And think, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I, I think, yeah, that's why I think that's never, ever like really come <laughs> up to be honest. Like, yeah, it's true. You're right. You like more like typically like kind of that, that like kind of nerdy guy, you know, okay. like I don't agree, but kind <laughs> of. Okay, no, no. This is my type. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hear it. Do you want to hear my type? Remember, this is the so public episode, type, Rose. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh my god, I know. I feel very vulnerable right now. Mm. So my type is like kind of a ner- okay. Yes, I do kind of like the nerd. What I say when I say nerdy, I mean a guy that's like I, I think I mean a guy that's kind of smart. Yeah, I'm not really into the really hunky type of guys like yeah you know like daniel you're into that kind of stuff exactly i really like yes. like you know if the guys are like super athletic and like yeah you know the typical kind of like i guess jock guys like that's yeah, yeah like, you like that kind of shit which yeah. i'm like no i'm but, more like but you know the guy next door mm, still kind of good looking he yeah but usually not like super good looking like i like the ones that are kind of like Ah, you're like kind of handsome, but you're not yeah. like, you know, on the cover of a magazine kind of handsome. Exactly. It's like a, yeah. it's like a not intimidating, good looking. Yes. And yeah. also like they have to be kind of smart. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean by nerdy. So they're kind of yeah. smart, but they're not like, you know, socially nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That makes sense. You I, know what I, I mean? Say, yeah. So it's not like nerdy, nerdy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And you know what? Yes. Listen, listeners, if that floats Different your boat, strokes you know, for different exactly. folks. <laughs> this, is, this is why it's so important that we all have different types, though, because otherwise people will be left out. Everyone right? going to be so, loved. Exactly. exactly. Everyone going to be loved. But, but yeah. <laughs> so I, tell, wait, tell us a little more about your type, Daniel. So, <laughs> so I just like, I, I just really like guys that are like, that take care of themselves and are like into fitness. Oh, and, really? You know, I, ta- I like guys that don't take care of themselves <laughs> and are really not into fitness. <laughs> just mm, kidding. <laughs> I can't, and yeah, basically they have the stereotypical like good looks. You know what I mean? Like the kind of. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of Hollywood look, I guess you could say. Yes. That's what you lust over. But that's probably why I'm single still, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's unachievable. Why you got the Hollywood good looks? Oh, you think so, bro? Mm-hmm. Would you damn. be intimidated by me if I was a straight man coming up to you at a bar? I can't even <laughs> imagine you as a straight man, so. <laughs> if I was like, hey, Rose. Hey, how are oh, you doing? Okay. <laughs> I can't. You, you, I swear, as the years go on, the worse and worse you become at trying to be a straight man. Yeah. Although, you know, try what it, be- Daniel. Do it for a second. Come on, go. <clears throat> hey, Rose, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. The thing is, the thing is, we, we also shouldn't stereotype, though, because there are obviously, of course, you know, there's straight guys that might be more effeminate that might have, you know, speak similar to me. Who knows? Of um, course. Just like, of as course. Like gay guys that are more masculine, all that kind of stuff. That's another thing. I do like guys that are typically more. He likes straight guys. I do not, Rose. Do not put that in. Do not throw that out into this podcast, okay? I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. You like straight acting guys. Okay. Again, stereotypically straight acting men. 
Oh, God, Rose, you are throwing some Christmas shade. I didn't realize it was <laughs> snowing over here. Okay, well, guys? I didn't realize we'd be lying on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we no, talked like, about your tap. Exactly. But obviously, I don't like straight guys because there's just no point. Like, there's Have, n- you've liked straight guys before, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've had like crushes before. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god damn, Rose, you be you be onto something here, Rose. But like, Rose. don't you? Maybe you're like, um, maybe there's something in the back of your mind that's like, maybe I can turn him. You know? No. No. Definitely, definitely not. No, no, no. Really? Because I mean, I will put this out in the podcast. Um, okay, put it out there. Put it out there. One of the things that is very not enjoyable, and for any of you listeners that happen to be part of, you know, maybe recently coming out, maybe finding out new things about your sexuality, you know, it's it's a journey. And the thing is, from my personal experience, um, I try. This is going to sound bad. It's not that I try to avoid people that are, you know, coming to terms with their sexuality, but I've just been burnt in the past by guys that Mm. like haven't been comfortable enough to be themselves basically, or for whatever reason, haven't been able to like come out of their shell. And yeah, I just, that's why I I never, I would never go down that route because it's just like, it does more harm than good. And I think, you know, people just need their time to come out and, you know, give them their time. And if they do, they do. If they don't, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one because like with like sexuality and coming out and all this stuff, like, you know, there's a lot that people are dealing with and yeah, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm like referring more to like kind of closet cases or guys that maybe haven't accepted that they're like bisexual or whatever it may be. Yes. Um, so I'm referring more to that. But again, if I knew that about someone, I'm probably going to like, that's automatically going to make me step back. Not because yeah. they're not because they're necessarily a bad person, but I've just dealt with that kind of stuff in the past, and I just never want to go down there again. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's that'd smart. Be, that'd be a bumpy road that ends on a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> You've been down that cliff. Mm-hmm. More it's than not a good place to be. Exactly. I don't want to go back. So it's yeah. like when you're younger, you just like. I feel like um, you know you choose. You like guys that like you just know are not really like good like I feel like the the younger you are you like the more kind of like not so good you know guys that well, exactly. are a bit of a mess mm. you know maybe they're like bad boys or whatever mm. it is um I feel like we all have but now bad, you're just like yeah we all have a bit of a bad boy phase you know like where we're, we yeah. kind of like guys but, but it gets old yeah and this is the thing I think when you're young you don't you're a lot more carefree right like when we were in our early 20s mm-hmm. we didn't care and we could also date people that maybe it wasn't going to be long term because we're like whatever we're in our 20s we have lots of I time mean, we to can date. still do that now Daniel I mean we could but like now <laughs> now we're both like what's well, the rush Daniel I have a biological clock that be ticking <laughs> okay <laughs> No, but like now I'm like, now I want something more from a relationship and I'd want to be something more serious. So I'm not Mm -hmm. going to. And I think as you get older, you generally, that's what you want or most people do. And, and then you're just not going to settle for. So much pressure. I know. God damn. That's why it's hard to find love. And living in the city that we're in doesn't help either. (laughs) So there is no one on my And that's another reason why we haven't fought for a man because there ain't no (laughs) quality men out there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Plus like, you know, I mean, I guess the position, the, the, the position, the situation has never presented itself because like, yeah, we've never met a guy that's like bisexual that we're both into. So exactly. I just don't, I just don't, I just know the kind of people that we both kind of generally like, and it is quite 
they're not really there's not really that much overlap once in a while maybe we'll be like oh we both thought this guy was cute like um Shia LaBeouf for example we're like oh we kind of both but that's a that's just like a one-off yeah yeah, yeah, most of the time it's like we're very different in that aspect so yeah exactly and even if we both thought like a guy was cute like usually he'd be like either straight or gay very I feel like I've never I very rarely meet like a bi guy although I'm sure Mm. there's a lot yeah um but yeah, normally they would be like straight or gay. So you're just like, you know, so already like, you know, we get our, you know, we can <laughs> we get, take one. Yeah. <laughs> we can just be like, okay, one well, of us has to take. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, when we are, when we go out, you know, that we're like, there's something here for everyone. So, <laughs> what, so what's if I meet your- a hot gay man, automatically we'll introduce to Daniel. Mm. Unfortunately, no, no one is good enough for my Daniels. Oh, God damn, Rose. That'd be <laughs> nice as hell. I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> you are blushing. No, it's... it's oh, my God. Are we going to talk about... Like, are you are you doing all right? Are we going to talk about your, like, situation? Or oh, no? God. Do you want to cut I, that out? I mean, no, I could. I mean, it's not really... <sighs> okay, I'll tell you guys so what Daniel, happened. So, Daniel had to... Daniel went through a little traumatic experience yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I felt really bad. And I was like, oh my God, are we even going to be able to record this podcast? Well, I almost was like, I kind of, I was on the verge yeah. of being like, oh, I, I don't know if I should do this, but it's fine now. So, well, it's not fine the now. The alcohol it's still... will help. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> Tell no, the, the other, story, Daniel. Th- the other day, like obviously like during this lockdown and stuff, I'm like a bit, con- not concerned, but I'm like, I want to try to maintain my, my fitness as much as I can. Um, and I was doing a workout last night and it wasn't even like a crazy workout. It wasn't super hard. Finished the workout, felt fine. Um, went upstairs and my parents were like, oh, so what, what, what workout did you do today? And I said, oh, I did um, lower body. And then I went to go like do a squat to show my parents to be like, this is what I was doing downstairs. <laughs> and because uh, this is the kind of stuff we talk about at my house. Um, and then literally like I started doing the squat and then all of a sudden like my and I've never, ever had lower back issues like ever and all of a sudden yeah. it, it was like I just like pulled a muscle on one side and it felt so painful and I like basically went down to the ground and I was like on the ground just like oh god in pain yeah it was bad and then I um crawled to bed and I remember sleeping like last night and I was like oh my god I just really really hope that like today is better because like yesterday I could barely I couldn't walk I didn't get up to walk I had like crawled oh my god yeah and I was like oh my god so then today I woke up and luckily it's like a bit better today. Like it's still kind of painful and I'm walking like very slow, but it definitely feels like what I think is probably a pain, uh, pulled muscle. So I think maybe I just pulled something somehow, but it, like I wasn't lifting anything heavy or, or like doing a crazy workout. Like some of my workouts are way more intense than the one that I did yesterday. And I've never, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, you know, sometimes you can do something weird, like twist your body in a weird way. Yeah. I guess. So sometimes you just pull something. Exactly. It's weird. I don't know why, but goddamn, Daniel. I'm glad you're okay. Mm. But it's definitely makes you appreciate being uh, able bodied, doesn't it? A hundred percent. And it made me like Holy. Effort. last night I was like going through like uh, these things in my head. Though. I was like, oh my God, what if oh. my back's like fucked up forever now? And like, you know, oh, all God. this stuff. Cause like that yeah. would be horrible. You know what I mean? From one little yeah. thing that's like, you know. Oh anyway. God. Well, I'm no. glad you're good. Mm-hmm. I hope you feel completely better soon. I know. I'm hoping tomorrow we'll just wake up and just feel like a kind of sore muscle. And but nothing. don't be doing some crazy workouts for a while, okay? No, no, I'm not going to. Like, just that's... do some walking. You know, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. That be the that be the plan. But yeah, that really really hurt. Aww. So it just no. sucked. It just sucked. That like really the, hurt, Charlie. That, that really <laughs> hurt. 
Cause I really wanted to do some more like walking and stuff. Like yesterday I had, before that situation happened, I had like the best day. I went downtown, got myself a coffee, walked all over, did some Christmas yeah. shopping. Um, got this like amazing wrap from this like kind of, uh, cafe slash grocery store in Inglewood. And like, it was just such a beautiful day to like walk around the city and stuff. Like it was so nice. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe it was all that walking you did. Maybe. I mean, who knows? It could have been a num- multitude of factors, but yeah. like, you know, sometimes if like you, you hear about people like lifting something heavy and then they pull something in their back, like that, yeah. that like makes more sense than just like showing my mom a squat and like pulling yeah. something out. So, ugh, so annoying. I remember when I was young, I would like randomly, maybe, maybe it was like in gym class or something. Mm. I'd randomly like sometimes get like a sharp pain, like mm. on my neck and it would feel like, like, something snapped in my head or my neck or something. It was so, and it was like really hot. Mm. Have you ever gotten that? Anyway, so. that's scary. I've gotten that a couple times and I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I feel like my head is like, anyway, our, ah, bodies, do, our, bodies. our bodies do weird things. I remember one time, actually one time you, um, I remember you, you scared me, not scared me, but like, do you remember when we were like going to a bar or something in London and we'd had a few drinks at our house and on the walk, you had to sit down because your body was like, you know, oh my God, some kind I, of way. Yeah, I used to get that where if I, I, I don't know exactly what caused it. Um, it could be multiple things, but any, sometimes I would drink and my body would feel achy, like my mm. upper body. And sometimes it gets like pretty bad, especially in the beginning. So usually it kind of goes away after a little bit. Yeah. But like, yeah, I used to get that sometimes. Um, I don't know why, though. I remember mm. the same thing happened in um, Ibiza when I was with uh, Chrissy. Yeah. And like. Yeah, we like drank a lot and then we, cause we were pre drinking, cause in Ibiza, like the drinks are really expensive. Yeah. So we were walking and I was like, oh my God, I need to like sit down cause it was like painful. God, oh, this God. be poison. God damn. <laughs> and we still doing it. <laughs> um, it'd, be, it'd be a delicious poison. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so that oh, was our, God. that was our first question. Um, so thank you very much for that one. Um, <laughs> So just as, as an FYI, we have never fought over a man and I don't yes. think, I don't think because of our, um, you know, our, uh, we'd like, we like to sample different, uh, <laughs> not sample, <Yes. laughs> we, just like to, we like different things, right? So we shop um, in the different, we shop in different, uh, aisles, aisles you know, yeah, definitely yes. different aisles and even different if that, departments, even if that person crossed both aisles, uh, if you catch my drift, they like men and women. Um, <laughs> we, they still wouldn't be in the aisle that we'd be looking and in. You know probably. what? We, you know what? Our friendship is too strong to be broken up by a man. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Damn, Rose. Amen. Preaching to the <laughs> choir. Preach. Cheers. I mean, to be fair, I've never fought with anyone um, mm-hmm. with like about a man, anything yeah. like that. That's never happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about well, you. And also, I think like the thing is also and maybe i'm like coming at this at the wrong angle but i think yeah if i was with a guy or not with a guy but there was a guy in my life that was like uh-huh. also pursuing one of my friends be it a guy or a girl and pursuing thing. me that would be a turnoff for me where i would be like nope that's fine like you know I'm exactly not get into that kind of hot mess so it would actually be more of a turn that's off. the thing like, if like if i like somebody and like my friend likes somebody and the guy likes my friend more than like that's just too bad for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would I fight? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to fight over a guy that doesn't like me. Because guys aren't worth it, you know? God damn. Oh, God damn. Mm-hmm. Preach. They, <laughs> they, they disappoint yous. No, I'm just kidding. Some, oh, some, some guys out there are nice. So, you know. Some we guys. Gotta, we just got to find some nice ones, Rose. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, there's plenty of nice ones. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we want to date them. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of wine and the savage coming out. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a little, I have one here. Let's see. Okay. Are you spiritual in some way? She's asking both of us. Are you Ooh. both spiritual in some way? Daniel, would you like to answer this? Um, <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily like super spiritual. Um, I do think that I believe in like, there's some kind of higher power. I don't know what that is. Some like, you know, but that's kind of, I'm not super spiritual or like religious. That's kind of my, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you know what yours? my, my answer is? God no, <laughs> <laughs> very firm. No, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm not spiritual or uh, religious mm. and I don't really believe. You know what? I don't believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sometimes I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish. Mm-hmm. But I, don't know. I just think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely do believe that there's some kind of. What do you something. think is out there, Daniel? I don't know, but there's definitely because I feel like there's quite often I don't believe in like a God or things like that. But like, I do believe there's like some stuff that we just can't com- explain. Um, mm. I do. I do. I'm very much an advocate of science. And I believe that there's like scientific explanations for just about everything. But there's those few things that where we can't actually explain them, mm-hmm. at least now, maybe in the future we can. Who knows? But and I, that part of me makes me wonder, well, what else is going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely more things out there that we can't see or -hmm. explain Um, in terms of like, like we've talked about, you know, obviously earth is not the only thing that's in this universe. There's obviously so much. Oh God, you're going to scare me. God damn. What do you mean? What? what? That scares me. When I start to think about that whole, you know. That's what I'm saying. There's stuff outside of the planet, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, Do I think it's spirits? Not necessarily. I think Mm -hmm. it's more so like aliens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like extraterrestrial extraterrestrial uh yes yeah exactly but not really spiritual yeah this is what i always i always think about you know how there's like so many people that are like oh you know there's not aliens we we call them aliens but maybe there's something else that's just our name for them but they're like oh you know there's there's you know they don't believe that that exists but then i'm like well we know that like earth is literally like a speck of dust in this massive galaxy so i'm just like galaxy upon galaxies where i'm like okay Uh well there's got to be some other stuff going on absolutely oh god dang <laughs> like we can't no. be that self-absorbed to think that we're the only ones on this in this universe, you know. Well, sometimes Rose, when I hang out with you, um, <gasps> <no>. <laughs> you think I'm self-absorbed? God ha- damn! Hang on a sec here, Daniel. I'm just gonna take a selfie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. I work hard for this makeup. That's okay? true. That's true. And I don't think this light. Li- I think this lighting is too harsh. Mm-hmm. It looks God really. Damn. It looks really good in the um in the Skype lighting. Yeah, like it looks really nice in there. Well, I did take a screenshot, so maybe I can uh, send that to you. Lowered. Uh, anyway. Lowered. So answer is, I'm not spiritual. Daniel um, doesn't really know. Doesn't know, yeah. I'm confused <laughs> about many things in life, you know? Uh, um, do you want to ask, do you have the questions in front of you? I, I don't, but I sent you a screenshot of them. <laughs> oh, did you? Just now? Yeah. No, it was no. before. I think it was from before. Okay. There's, there was like... F- mm, oh, couple- right. Okay. I see it. I see yeah. it. I see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, did... Hold on, wait. <laughs> this one's funny. Most sad-looking, depressing vegan meal you've both have ever seen, and what was the situation? I've oh, seen a have... lot of sad 
depressing meals. True, but we've had one very recently that was I know exactly very where you're sad talk about. and very depressing. <laughs> so <laughs> Rose and I decided one evening we're going for a nice stroll and we'd passed this place that did like grilled cheese sandwiches, but it did yes. say that it was like we a will big, not name it. Yeah, we won't name it, but they had like a, a vegan, there was a vegan menu. When we walked past one day, we're like, oh my God, we have to try this place. Like vegan grilled cheese. That's freaking amazing. So yeah. we went back, decided to get these vegan grilled <laughs> cheese sandwiches. And mine was like a vegan grilled cheese We both mushroom. got the same one. It was like a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. And we got some fries and honestly, it was horrible. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the it, like it was like not very flavorful. It was like... The cheese and- was weird. Yeah, it was just, there was so much, and even the fries, like nothing was delicious. And, <laughs> yeah. and I, rem- I remember it was like, it was quite expensive too. Like it wasn't cheap. For what it was. Yeah. yeah for what I it mean, was, it wasn't was like, like crazy, but like yeah. for what it was, it was like two pieces of bread with like some shitty cheese mm. and it was like not good at all. And I was like, oh my God, I could literally make one at home for like 5,000 times better. Yeah. With just like regular old bread. <laughs> I know. And just store-bought vegan cheese. Yeah. So that was a really sad one. What are some other ones? Can you think of another another example, Rose, of like one? Oh, God. Mm. Well, you know, I was just watching. (laughs) I was watching um, YouTube the other day and um, I watch a video by Unnatural Vegan. Have you seen her videos? We've uh, talked about her, I think, before on this yeah, podcast. I I think I've seen like maybe one or two. Anyways, so she used to be like a raw vegan. Mm Mm-hmm. And now she like very much is against kind of raw veganism and that kind of stuff. And I find her kind of entertaining. So I I do watch her videos and she does like debunking, you know, science type of videos. Okay. But one video she just did was like, um, what I ate in a day, but she ate like how she used to eat when she was raw. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like, And she was like, she woke up, she's like, oh my God, I wish I could have coffee, but I was really against coffee, so I can't even have coffee. Oh and, my gosh. And then she's like, I'm just going to eat these two bananas for breakfast. <laughs> and then she had like, I don't know what she had for, maybe another smoothie for lunch, like banana, mm. strawberry, like nothing else in it, just like, yeah. you know. And then for dinner, she had this like giant salad, just like greens and like tons of veggies. Again, I like salads, but like, it just didn't look appetizing. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that's, that's a tough and it was one. like some cashew dressing, and she's like, I can't remember if she put any salt in because she was like also against salt at some point. Like these raw diets, I feel like are really kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. Well, just think, I think when I think of raw, I just think of how much I would feel <laughs> limited. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't cook anything, right? So you're eating like just raw. Well, to be fair, okay, like some raw stuff, like is not bad. Like I've eaten some, you know, at some raw, like vegan restaurants Mm -hmm. and they're like pretty good, you know, like it's good. There's a lot of flavor. They use a lot of like nuts and like, Mm -hmm. um, they use a lot of different things to like flavor the stuff, which like I really like, but the problem with like the diet that she was following, um, is like, it was like low fat raw. So it wasn't just raw, but it was like Mm. high carb, low fat, so it's like you can't even have like the good things that make the diet really good, like avocados and nuts and like seeds and, you know, lots of salt and just like flavor. Yeah. And then instead you just eat like fruit, which again, I like fruit, but yeah. I don't want it uh, every single day. And I don't like, no, mm. <laughs> I don't want to eat like, it for breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't think I can do That's depressing. It. No, maybe, maybe can't I should do it. try doing raw for a day, you know, just to see how it gonna, goes. I was like, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do it for a day just for a video. But I'm like, you should oh. do the raw. You should do it for a week, Rose. Raw for raw vegan I'd kill for myself. a week. 
I think I would actually die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's so many people that do that raw vegan diet that just seem to come off it. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't because really... it's like not sustainable. Yeah. I feel like it's and there's quite... no point. Yeah. I feel like it's quite difficult. And I just, I think of all the vegan meals that I love and, I'm and they're like, all cooked. <laughs> yeah. And literally I'm like, well, I couldn't eat anything. Well, I mean, no, you still can. Like you said, there are some options and stuff, but I just feel like. But it's so limited and mm-hmm. like, I don't want to live that life. Mm-mm. You know, I like mm-hmm. a hot steaming bowl of rice and pasta. Mm-hmm. And then they like try to, you know, make zoodles like zucchini noodles and make it, you know, seem like it's pasta. Let's face it. It's just zucchini. Yeah. Okay. Zoodles, don't lie zo- to me. Okay. Exactly. Zoodles ain't <laughs> fooling no one. Okay. Don't Nobody. get me wrong. I li- I like them sometimes, but they ain't replacing pasta. I can tell you that no much. No kidding, right? I love when people like pretend that it's like actually pasta. I'm like, okay, who are you trying to fool? Okay. It's zucchini. Stop. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn down this like brightness for a second, just a little bit. Is it so you can take another selfie, Rose? No, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's better. I look less washed out. What were you saying, Daniel? I was saying, make were sure you being rude? Nope. I was just saying, make sure your, your camera's still recording roses. It is. There'd okay. be a red light. Good stuff. Okay. Just checking on you. You already finished one glass? I have. I'm on to my second one. Uh-oh. This God is trouble. damn, Daniel. You'll be back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's helping. It's helping my back. You know, well, this is like the first time I've drank in like... In a while. So long. So long. Like I can't even... because you're at your parents'. Yeah. I'm not giving you any credit until you actually don't live with your parents. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, but the thing is, Rose, like, let's be honest. Right now, there's no point to move out. I mean, yes. I, yeah. I'm not saying you should move out. I'm just saying the only reason why you're not drinking a lot is because you're at your parents. This is true. And you this can't really go out. Well, exactly. Because as soon as mm-hmm. this, as soon as soon uh, things open up in the summer's back, or if it, things open up in the summer, let me tell you, I'll be back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What was the thing you said the other day to me? You were like... I don't, I don't think I actually like alcohol that much. And I was like, <laughs> Daniel, who are you trying to fool? Okay. Well, it's not. <laughs> okay. It's not that I don't like it. Like I do enjoy it. But again, the only time I ever do it is if I'm going out with people. You know what I mean? I'm very much yes. a social drinker. Like mm-hmm. even this right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm at my house technically by myself, but we're together, you know, virtually. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd be yeah, doing it. Yeah. I'm also that. a social drinker. I don't drink by myself usually. Mm-hmm. Because if we drink, God, if I drink by myself and if I drink socially, there'd be a problem. Yeah, we would have Mm -hmm. problems. Not that there's anything (laughs) wrong. Like some people enjoy like a beverage by themselves. Like a glass of wine. Yeah. For me, I'm just like, you know what? Like when I drink with other people, I drink enough. So (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to be drinking. You you drink enough for that whole week. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, is, oh yeah. You don't don't have the question. Daniel, why I got to do all the work around here? I don't know, Roses, because you're so good at it. You know, you look so beautiful. That's why I want you to ra- to read all the questions. <laughs> do you want Do you want me to read the Korean one? Yeah, what does it and say? tell you what it says? Mm-hmm. So somebody responded in Korean, which I thought was funny, mm-hmm. and she said, "언니는 뭔데 이뻐요? 내 마음을 훔쳐갔어." It's so cute. <laughs> do you know? Okay, she says, "Oh, why are you so pretty? Uh, you've stolen my heart." but she put on okay so like onni in korean is like um have i taught you the korean like the way that we address people Mm -mm. in korea Mm -mm. so basically oh my god i feel like this table i cannot like control this anyway i know speaking of that though just before you start telling me about the different 
types of uh-huh. redressing people in Korean. There's so many videos that I've been editing with you in this table and like halfway through the video, it's like starting to go down, but you're so professional. You just keep talking and then it comes back up. It's like you're on like a roller coaster ride. I'm like, what is going this on? This table, there? guys, this table is like a, um, what do you call it? Height adjustable table. But like mm-hmm. if I put my arms on it, it'll kind of go down and I don't even notice it going down. And anyways, so I just have to keep adjusting it. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Not that you guys care. I don't mm-hmm. think you care. But anyway, so, okay. So in Korean... Let me give you guys a little Korean lesson nobody asked for. Okay. Yep. I want, so I want it. Korea, I want to hear it. <laughs> so in Korea, we uh, address people according to uh, age hierarchy or just mm-hmm. hierarchy in general. Mm-hmm. So very rarely will we call someone by their name if they are older than us or some sort of uh, authority figure. Uh, okay. So what you would do is in Korea, if you're a woman, then you would call, if you're a girl, you would call an older uh, man, like slightly older. Again, it depends on the context, but mm-hmm. a slightly older man, you would call him oppa. Okay? okay, so you could call your brother oppa if he's older than you, or just somebody that you know that you're like kind of friends with. You call mm-hmm. him oppa if he's older okay. than you. And then if someone is uh, a girl and you're a girl, so if I'm a girl and then somebody else is a girl and they're a little bit older than me, I would call her anni, which is why this girl said anni. She called me anni. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm hmm, because you'd be older than her. <laughs> Exactly. Or sometimes, actually, I remember, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that I'm older. It could be someone that, like, you don't really know. You're kind of around the same age. Ah, uh, okay. But then but you call like a her respect, It's like a respect thing, Kind right? of, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I was, like, in Korea, when I was, like, in high school, mm-hmm. um, I would go shopping in this, like, place called Dongdaemun, which is, like, a famous, like, shopping area in Seoul. And, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, clearly very young. I was, like, 16 or 15 years old. And mm-hmm. all these, like, women that were, like, you know, in their 20s or 30s would be, like, Anni, Anni, because, like, they were, like, salespeople. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get my attention. So they would uh, call me Anni. But, like, uh, it doesn't make really, it doesn't really make any sense because yeah. I, yeah, anyways. It doesn't make really guy, any sense, eh? <laughs> God, I can't talk, Daniel. I'd be drinking wine. It'd be the wine. And okay. I, if you're a guy, you would call a guy that's older than you, Hyung, and a girl that's older than you, Nuna. So it's oh, Anni, Hyung. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very complicated. I'm going to get so... Well, you're going to have to give me a crash crash course because I did a poll on my Instagram asking people where I should go for my next big trip, and South Korea won out. So I guess I'm won going out to South of which Korea. One, Daniel? What's that? What was the other choice? Argentina. It was actually pretty close, though. It was like, I think it was like 60% to 40%. I think I voted uh, South Korea. You did. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to South Korea next year. You, you better come with me because nobody going to understand you. <laughs> Especially if I've been having a few glasses of wine, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be just as foreign to me almost. Mm-hmm. It's weird when I go because it's like I'm Korean, so I understand. But also I'm, I feel foreign. Yeah. So it's like a weird kind of place to be, mm-hmm. but I would love to go next year. Okay. You know what? Let's, let's make this happen. Let's, next year. Let's go. I got to well, go, man. Uh, you do. It's been like really overdue for you. Um, it has been. And I've never been, I was thinking, cause like I'm supposed to go to, um, I have to, well, I, if again, depending on what happens with this whole pandemic and stuff, but I'm supposed to go to the UK in end of June, June. beginning, beginning of July. But I was thinking then maybe I'll go to, we'll go to South Korea like mid to end of September, depending on how that works, like with our schedules. Okay, we could probably make it happen. Mm-hmm. Fall would be nice. Yeah, because then it's like not super hot there either, right? It's yeah, because like it's way t- too hot in the summer, I think. Yeah. 
I, my God, I, I haven't been there for 10 years. That's Can you crazy. Believe it? It'll be 10 years next year. Yeah. So I think you should go for the 10 year. <gasps> and then God we, damn. You're going to take me, to, take me all around and you're going to be my translator. I'll be excited. <laughs> I'd be so People annoying. I'll be think you be my husband. <laughs> you know that they definitely will like everybody's gonna think that we're like oh my god i'm just gonna like take you to my relatives and just tell them you're my fiance because otherwise they're gonna be like rose why aren't you married you're like 30 something Mm -hmm. was isn't there didn't you say there's a word in korean for women (laughs) no means like i think old or something Mm. and then like tanya is like a lady that's like not married yeah (laughs) so it's basically old maid yeah, the thing that's crazy though is like it's so interesting that like for example like it, well a lot of and not just Korea I'm sure there's a lot of countries that have this kind of like these sayings even in English like old maid and all of this kind of stuff yeah. right like spinster. Um, the thing that's really interesting is like back in the day you know maybe our grandparents' generation and maybe kind of our parents' generation it was a lot different right it was a way different time whereas now mm-hmm. it's like all the different factors, not just societal, but economic factors as well is like driving people to, you know, extend exactly. Or not get married as quickly, not have families. Like now it's more typical to have kids in your late twenties, early thirties, even in, well into your thirties and stuff. Right. Whereas in the past, that wasn't a thing. So it's like, it's interesting that they still have this, well, and not just in, in Korea, but like a lot of places, even in, in, Canada they have this these like, terms you mean yeah these terms well I don't like, I don't know if they use the term still like I don't mm. know if they use the term no chanyo. I just yeah. remember that term being used when I was younger yeah and they're like oh my god you better not turn 30 and not you know have a husband mm. and I'm like well bitch I'm 32 <laughs> <laughs> I wonder <laughs> but I wonder now what... no but now in Korea it's like normal yeah so many people are not getting married they're not having babies like it's yeah. a crisis we're mm. having the Japan crisis right now oh, in god Korea damn it'd be the we're Korean worse. crisis Korean people um, are going to go extinct, Daniel. Mm, oh, God damn. That will never happen, Rose. That Let's hope that does never happen. We go, I got I to gotta carry on the Korean gene, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all down to you, Rose. Um, oh, God damn. I do wonder, like, in South Korea, what the vegan scene would be like now. Because I'm sure there's, like, vegan options now and stuff. I, th- I heard in Seoul, it's pretty good. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of stuff in Seoul. But I think once mm-hmm. you leave Seoul, it's going to be tough. Yeah. But what I really want to do is go to a temples mm-hmm. because temple food is basically vegan Ooh. and it looks so good. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like traditional kind of Korean style and it's like very like, you know, it, you know, they put a lot of thought into it and I, I heard it's like really good. So like temple Ooh. food is supposed to be like amazing. I that definitely want to eat so like good. all the temple food. We can become, we can become uh, Buddhist monks okay. for a week. Damn. And do some kind of kind of retreat and eat all the food in yeah, the temple. I, I think you can actually stay at a temple for like you know a few days or something, and just mm-hmm. like I don't know, pray. <laughs> I don't know. What do you What do you do? It might be a meditate. Very liber- yeah, that might be a very liberating liberating experience though. Is like going. There I'm and down. If you do, yeah, even just for as like, long I as they want- don't cut, they don't mind having you know a green haired <laughs> Korean chick sitting in their temple. <laughs> I'm sure that they've they've seen worse, Rose. Oh um, what if they're like? What if they're like? Uh, you're gonna have to shave your head. Well, then we wouldn't go, obviously. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. They they would say, like, for example, like, that top that you're wearing, you'd need to cover up, for sure. Excuse me, Daniel. Are you slut-shaming me? Yes, I am. Because That's rude. I remember, I remember when I was in Thailand, and, I, you know, th- sometimes these things you just don't think of, right? Like, you're just, like, traveling, and you're in your yeah. own head. 
And I remember I went to go to this like temple with a couple friends and I was wearing like pretty short, short, like not short shorts, but like, you know, like just kind of like quite short shorts. And Bit slutty, just, like, hey. Mm-hmm, and this like kind of like a one of those string vest tops, you know, that <laughs> like that. And a string? Really? Like this one? Yeah, basically. Really? Um, you little mm-hmm. slut. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> now who's slut shaming? Um, and I, I remember that we they gave us like robes that we had to wear. Um, right but you're going like, to a temple right or something yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly so no, that would be really really cool so maybe september 2021 that's gonna be like crazy that's like two big trips for me that year but i'm so down oh god damn can you even get the time off daniel i have the holiday days so that's a thing. oh shit guys mm-hmm. we might have to make it happen we might record the savage podcast in korea at oh, a buddhist know. temple oh god damn <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so weird like how would we even record well i guess we would we would figure it i out. don't know what we would do we could do mm-hmm. we could do a travel show daniel <gasps> oh god damn mm-hmm. and film us film us eating all of the all of the uh korean it'd be amazing oh, i'm god. so down yeah let's i am it. concerned for when i go to other places that are not a temple or soul <laughs> yeah but I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Like, I'm sure you could, like, even when I was in, um, and I'm not comparing, obviously, but like, like, for example, in Europe, a lot of countries are like heavily meat orientated in their diets. And I found like in Spain, like Madrid and Barcelona have so many vegan options, but I was surprised. Yeah, that- you can't really compare to Europe, though. Mm. I feel like, mm. like Koreans are very, uh, it's like different, I think. Mm-hmm. Euro- I feel like Europeans and like, you're maybe like not like Western culture is a little bit more like individual. So like, you know, people can have different diets and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like something like with Korean culture is very like, uh, what's the word? Um, group think group minded. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's a word for it. Like commute, not opposite of individualism, collectivism. collectivism. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like the culture. So if you have a, like a different diet, it's like not, um, mm. really seen as, you know, they're just like, why are you eating like this? Like, they don't yeah. understand that you have a different okay. diet. So it's a bit uh, different. But I'll, so I mean, it's not, yeah. I would argue, and obviously I'm not going to like, I mean, I know Seoul is very different because it's like a very international city. You have lots of expats living there, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Seoul's different, yeah. Yeah, but I think if there, if you have stuff popping up in Seoul, potentially you could have some overflow into some other, maybe yeah, not the I really mean, small it's, it's towns. It's not going to be but, non-existent, but it's yeah. going to be hard. Yeah, it'll be it will be interesting. It's gonna be a, a unique experience. That's for like sure. the place that like the thing is like the place that I went that I grew up, uh, which is Pohang. Um, my because my parents were there obviously last last winter, and mm-hmm. then I think they tried to go to some like vegan place, and there was like maybe I don't even know if they had one restaurant that had uh, like vegan stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, you could you could make alterations, but they'll probably look at you kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> like they'll, they'll make like, you feel oh. weird. They'll be yeah, like, excuse yeah. me, like, why don't you just have it? Like, they just yeah. won't understand. But again, maybe mm-hmm. I, I haven't been there for a while, so maybe yeah. it's changed, well, right? And they, and they, all, they also maybe might treat you a little bit differently because you're like from Canada coming there. Oh and- hell no! <laughs> <laughs> Are you joking? Oh god damn! They'll probably be like, ju- what's what this like foreigner that's not a foreigner that has <laughs> green hair? Like, why are you being so difficult? <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. I think it'd be comedic. Oh my God, we have to do this. Mm. This will be a business trip. Okay. Mm. We, wait, so it. how long can you, like, let's, let's plan this right now while we're on, we're on oh air. So it's so, so you have me on video. So you have video proof of this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How long can you take off, Daniel? Two weeks? Um, yeah, I could do two okay, weeks. Okay. So here's the plan. 
I go for two weeks with you and then I spend like maybe a week and a half or two weeks uh, with like family and I'll visit my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Perfect. So we'll do two week trip. Mm-hmm. We'll visit the Buddhist temples. Yeah. And there's so many places in Korea like that I haven't even been to that I like mm-hmm. would love to travel to as well. Like yeah. smaller towns and like it would be easier for you to travel with me because like at least I do speak the language. So yeah. I could communicate and I feel like a lot of people just go to Seoul and stuff, which Seoul is awesome. You could probably spend two weeks in Seoul, Mm -hmm. but, um, there's so many like rural areas, like just very more traditional like areas you could go to. And it's like, it's yeah, there's like some really cool places. You're getting me so excited. I wonder if we could get, well, probably you could get like train passes and stuff too. Cause do they have a high speed train that goes most places? Uh, yeah, their train is like so fast. You can go from, and plus Korea is like so small. So it's yeah. very easy to travel within. So in two weeks, we could cover a lot of ground. Oh, we could like do the whole goddamn country. <laughs> Maybe that not. That would be a, a whirlwind <laughs> tour. It's like one day here, one day here, one day here. No, we wouldn't um, do that. But we could see a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh my there God. You go. Planned. September That's next so exciting. year. God back to my hometown. Back to my God motherland. Damn. You can mm. see my hometown. Oh, Maybe damn. I'll show you where I grew up. My my apartment oh, that'd complex. Be, oh, that'd, that'd be, be so cool. cool. Yes. My elementary school. Yeah. Oh my god, I'd love that. Okay, it's happening. Oh my god, it's happening. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Done, <laughs> Remember when I visited your birth birth birthland? What, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Birth city. Birthplace. Birthplace. Yeah, my birthplace. Would you like to tell our listeners where your birthplace was, Daniel? Mm-hmm. So I was born in a small town um, in the UK called York. Um, Is it a small town? Is it considered yeah. a small town? I think it's a small. It's like a town. Is I would it say a, a town. city? Is it a city? Maybe it's a city. <laughs> I, Daniel. <laughs> I should. I should know this. Why That's do I feel bad. like? Well, I feel like it's a city because, you know, like New York is named after York. Mm-hmm. So like, wouldn't it be? I don't know. Maybe I'm Well, crazy. no, New York. You're right. New York is named after York, but it's like York is like old York. Oh, I, you're right. It is considered a city. See, Daniel, well, okay. it's a it's, city. It's a very small city. So I grew up, I, well, I grew up, I was born in a very small city called York. How many which people it, live in York? Um, less, it's like a hundred and right now it's like maybe 180,000, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's small. Um, but it's, it's very cute. Yeah. It's a very cool place in a sense that like it's, it's um, kept a lot of the like historic downtown center. So there's like a wall that goes around the downtown center that you can walk around most of it. There's like a mm. huge cathedral, like, uh, or a min- minister, Yorkshire, York min- minster, um, like right in the middle. <laughs> and they have like these like super old um, streets called the shambles, which is so pretty. Oh, I love like- that little part. It looks mm-hmm. like Harry Potter. Yeah. It's like all cobblestone streets with like the buildings that overhang the, the streets and oh. stuff. So it's Daniel, really... I miss the UK. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty as hell. And... I miss that spot. And it and it flooded when we went. Do you remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. How could I forget? Because, well, the thing is, York floods just about every year. Um, and they actually have, like, a famous pub that's, like, right on the um, right on the river. And they, like, mark how high the river goes every year. Like, how f- high it, like, floods. Why does it flood, like, every year? It has Since to do... when? Since forever? I... It used to flood. Like my parents said that when they were growing up there, it used to flood. Still. Oh, so it's like so, normal. Yeah. And I think it's because the river that flows through there, it's like a very slow moving river, I think. And also I think York is kind of in like a floodplain. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a, a very high mm. place. You know what I mean? So the ro- water can often, um, how do people, I guess they don't I, build houses where it floods mm-hmm. and it rains, it rains a lot. Right. So, but like, I remember when we were there, I swear there was like shops that were in water. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This pub, this <laughs> so pub like, that I was talking about, 
half of the pub goes underwater like almost every year. How do they deal with the damage though? Like, I don't know. Well, the thing is, I feel like, and I don't know if I'm like kind of off base here, but didn't you find like in the UK that like there was a lot of buildings that were like questionable that probably like weren't up to like technically code like, in, Can- <laughs> in Canada, you know, you have certain codes where it's like, yeah, they have to meet certain standards. I feel like even in London, there was like some old pubs. Oh, London, and stuff. dude. Yeah. London, like, like the apartments, half the apartments I saw, I'm like, this build, this something illegal about this building. Exactly. <laughs> and you're kind of like, I remember there were some of like even pubs and stuff and like you'd go into these like windy staircases that were like falling apart and you're just like, this is a health and safety hazard. You know what I mean? But, right. Yeah. So I feel like with the flood damage and stuff, they're used to it and they probably have like a process or something in place. God. Um, but yeah, it, it floods just about every year, to be honest. Um, but it is a beautiful part of the UK and I would suggest going to check it out if you're ever there. Um, yeah, it's really cute you guys I really liked it so me and Rose went um and it was funny because the time that we went to York uh um in a previous episode of our podcast no I don't know if it was the last one but a couple episodes back we talked about this crazy um Scottish trip that we had that was part of York because remember we stopped in York (gasps) was that the same year yeah I think so I think I, I, I remember stopping in York and then we um stayed with my family for a little bit and yeah. then I think cause it was, we spent Christmas there. Maybe? We did. We spent Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I think. And then the next, the, not boxing day, but the following day, then we went up to Scotland. Oh, cause I remember cause we were trying to get to London for cr- Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. And do you remember that because of the flooding and stuff as well, our train got right. like re- redirected and we ended up having to like, we ended up back in London super, super late. And I don't even remember if we, we ended up like not doing I think anything. We that went out. We went to like Shoreditch or something. Oh, that's went right. Oh my like God. Lane yes. bar. Yes, I remember the grind or something. We go there. You have good memory. I like forgot about all this. God damn, Rose, am I not memorable to you? And your experiences (laughs) with me. (laughs) We've had a lot of experiences together, Daniel, Mm -hmm. over the years. It's interesting though, and this was actually I was talking to my mom about this the other day. This is the kind of cool thing about like our memory and our mind is like there's so much stuff in there, and sometimes you'll forget about something. And like me and you might've gone on a trip together and there'll be specific things for whatever reason about that trip that you remember that I might not and vice versa. But it's not that you've forgotten it because years down the road, I could be talking to you about that trip and be like, Oh Rose, do you remember doing X, Y, Z? And you'd be like, Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. But I remember it now. Yeah. 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 Our memory is weird. Yeah. It's so weird. And, And I always wonder like, why is it that there's certain things that we keep and hold in our memories and that we always have there? Do you know right. what I mean? Like, because w- what is it about a specific night out or a specific vacation experience that you remember so well, but there's right. others that you don't? Maybe something happened that was significant. True. I don't know. But like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. Mm. Like memory is weird. It's so strange. You know, because sometimes like someone will tell me a story about something that happened like years ago or something that we did. And I'm like, I don't remember doing that, but mm-hmm. I guess we did that. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's kind of sad at the same time too, because it's like, you know, you'll be for a really nice walk with somebody having a chat and it's like, you're probably not going to remember that in a few years. It's true. That's why you got to live in the moment. You know, you got to not, you know, uh, dwell on the past, Mm -hmm. not worry about the future. Just live in the moment. (laughs) Okay. Well, you should be worried somewhat about the future, but a little uh, bit, but not, not be too, you know, there's, like, well, worrying doesn't really do anything, right? Like they, mm. you know, I'm, I'm talking from a very philosophical point uh, of view, okay. Okay. you know, like worrying about the future is not going to get you anywhere or do anything. Of course, you can mm-hmm. plan for the future. Okay. You can plan for what's going to happen next, you know, tomorrow or the next day or whatever. Yeah. 
But I think we worry a lot about like, oh my God, like what, where am I going to be in 10 years? You know, yeah. and then that consumes our mind. And what we do as humans, because we have such a, I guess, you know, complicated brain mm -hmm. and because we have such memories and because we have the ability to like imagine a future, which a lot of animals actually don't have that ability because of that, we, it actually kind of like doesn't work in our favor. It's to our detriment. So, exactly. It's to our detriment, yeah. you know, uh -huh. because that's why we get miserable because we yeah. dwell on the past. We worry about the future and we mm -hmm. think, oh my God, my life sucks. And in 10 years, it's going to be just as shitty. Whereas yeah. like other animals are just chilling. They're like every day. I'm just like trying to survive. Exactly. Know? Well, this is it. They have a lot more of a, I don't want to say simple. Well, it is a simplistic, like they're just trying to survive yeah. literally like, where's my food? I'm going to sleep. I'm going to do this. And that's yeah. it. They're not, they're not worried about the next day. They're worried about right then and there what they need at that moment. Mm -hmm. Whereas so we right, need to, we, we need to learn to do that, you know? Will that make us happier, Roses? It will. It okay. will. Should we talk okay. more? Oh, were we going to talk about happiness today? Oh, that is what we were going to talk about. But I also, <laughs> we have so many... Do we, we have more questions, okay, though, too, Okay, we have we? more questions. Okay, let's get through some more questions, guys. I told you this is going to be a long episode. Oh, I still be on my first bottle. I'm already feeling it. Mm. And Daniel is getting his Asian glow. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Literally every single time so I drink. So you... cute, Daniel. Mm -hmm. So you know every have time... Have we told you guys that... Yeah, I don't get red and Daniel gets mm -hmm. red and I'm the Asian. And everyone, a lot of people think Daniel looks half Asian. Guys, mm -hmm. leave us a comment down below. Do you think Daniel looks half Asian? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, oh, but I God. get that so much and I'm like, ah, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what do you like the most about the podcast nowadays? Mm. I kind of like, one thing that I like about it is it kind of like forces us to have a sort of catch up every week. Cause you know, mm -hmm. like you get busier. We both like have jobs and everything else. Absolutely. And I think it's nice cause it means that we get to spend a little bit of time, even though now it's virtual, but it means that every single week we're at least have something planned with each other, you know? So that's one thing yeah. I really like about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good answer. Daniels. Mm -hmm. What about um, you? Yes, Roses? I definitely really enjoy that. Especially, um, I think, well, I think once the thing is like you and I are like codependent. So, <laughs> Like once you move back, uh, and we were like, uh, we were able to meet up still. Um, I think like we probably would have met up regardless, but yeah, especially like, especially during this time. And even when you were in Spain, like be mm -hmm. when you were living in like London and Spain and stuff, like, I don't think we would have chatted so often because we barely not. did. Yeah. We barely Skyped and stuff. Like we're not really like Skyping type of people very no. often. We, we would, the thing is we'd always text a lot. Like I yeah. felt like when I was in London, like we would text quite a bit still or yeah. like, you know, but you're right. Like we would never. And also I'm like, the thing is, and this is going to sound bad. Like I, th the reason why I like texting is it's like quick and easy. Whereas like, I feel and like Daniel's with, not Skype, a good texter. Mm -hmm, with Skype, you have to like plan it out. You know what I mean? You have <laughs> yes. to be ready. You have to like stop. Exactly. And yeah. do, you know what I mean? So yeah. It's weird that like, I don't know. Do you talk on the phone with people? much um uh, there's a couple of my friends that i do but not many okay yeah because i'm not a phone talker like mm -hmm. i don't know what it is like i would i like meeting up with people in person and stuff yeah but i'm like not much of a phone talker so anyway yeah so that like definitely forced us to like meet up which was really mm -hmm. nice we caught up like every week that was always fun and yeah. i do like talking about you know i like the kind of what we've been doing like talking about current events mm -hmm. keeps us like you know in the loop because sometimes i get like i just kind of like get distracted with my own thing yeah and then i don't know what's going on in the world 
I also, I agree. I also really like that. Like that, because we switched gears of the podcast because before we were just kind of like talking about anything and everything and then now now we like the last kind of six to eight months we've really been focusing on like kind of current events what's going on you know like big stories that are happening and I found that you know although it has been heavily dominated by obviously COVID and you know U.S. politics but it has been really really interesting and because I don't know. The more, you know, the more, you know, right. Um, yeah. and, and it's, it's good to know what's going on in the world. albeit sometimes it is. It's not, yeah. And it, it kind of opens your mind. And I also really like having discussions with you about this stuff because we also yeah. have different opinions on things and mm-hmm. it's good to just talk through it. And, you know, maybe I w- might not agree with you, but at the same time I'll be like, Oh, actually, no, you know what? Those are some really good points. And it has made me think of it differently. So I, that's yeah. another part I really like of the of the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a such a good question. Yeah. And I like, mm-hmm. I feel like I like podcasts in a way because I feel like it's very different from the media that we consume nowadays, especially yeah. when it comes to like social media. Cause what I find is that nowadays, like we have such a short attention span and mm-hmm. we always, you know, we, you know, like think about TikTok, for example, mm-hmm. like these are like 30 second, one minute videos and people are just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's very short attention span kind of material. Whereas yeah. podcasts, it's like just long form discussions, which mm-hmm. I don't think there is enough of. So I really like that as well. Yeah. No, I, th- I, I would have to agree with that. That's actually a really good point. You're All right. right. Like- <laughs> Sorry. Go. go. No, I was just going to say, yeah, with other social media and stuff, it's so fast and, you know, you don't get to have these kind of like longer discussions, which is, you know. It's a shame. It's nice. It's a shame because, you know, there's only so much you could say in, you know, a 60 second TikTok. Exactly. Anyway. And, I, and I don't think you're going to take take that much from it. You know, you're not going to learn that much exactly. from a 60 second TikTok. So exactly. All right. All right. Next question. What's your stance on microdosing psychedelics for depression slash anxiety? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Do you know Inter- much about this, Daniel? So I've heard of this before. Yes. So. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a breakdown of what I think that I think that I think that I know. <laughs> oh, well, you think that you think that you think that you know. Yeah. So basically microdosing has to do, I think it's, I think it's primarily with like acid. Um, and what you do is you don't take it to get like that euphoric high feeling. You take a very, very small s- microdose in a sense. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like very, um, what's the word it like heightens your senses and it has been they're they're doing i think they're doing actually trial tests and stuff with acid and i think also maybe mdma i'm not 100 percent sure but like again these are really really small doses nothing that's going to get you like all crazy at a party or anything like that like very small doses where they're seeing the impacts that they have and i think actually they've some of the trials have shown that people that have depression depression and stuff have benefited from doing microdosing um, yeah. because it's like, a, it's like, I guess it's like a stimulant to your brain. And I, and you know, I think in very controlled small doses, it's not that different from taking, you know, prescription medicine, medicine, right. Cause it's yeah. a similar thing. You're taking some kind of drug to get a certain effect. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's microdosing. What are your, uh, your <laughs> initial, initial thoughts on that? Rose? Nice explanation, Daniel. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. For, uh, in, in terms of MDMA, I know a little about MDMA. I will not mm-hmm. say why I know a little about MDMA, but I do know about MDMA. Uh, okay. MDMA was actually initially used. I don't think it's counts as a psychedelic, though. I think MDMA mm. is an upper. I don't know what that. Yeah. A stimulant? Is that, is that? An upper, a downer, a sideways? Yeah, laser, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think it's a psychedelic, but mm. uh, it was, I think, initially used as an antidepressant because yeah. it releases serotonin. 
So that's what it was initially used for. And then, of course, people started using it for partying. And then that's when it became, you know, illegal. So I I feel like with drugs, like, you know, there's so much... There's so much politics involved with whether or not a drug is legal or illegal. And a lot of it has nothing to do with whether or not it's more or less dangerous than a legal substance. So MDMA, for example, uh, you could argue that um, it's actually not that dangerous compared to alcohol, for example. And it might be just as dangerous or less dangerous. Mm -hmm. The amount of people that die from alcohol is, uh, you know, it's a lot. So I think we, we, we tend to put some sort of moral value to something because it's legal or legal. And uh, there's no need to because just because something is legal doesn't mean that it's more or less exactly. So I have nothing against, you know, if if it helps somebody to take, Mm. you know, small doses or large doses, if even, of Mm. whatever it is that they need to help them, like... Mm -hmm. All power to you. Like, as long yeah. as you're doing it safely, I honestly think that's great uh, if it helps you, especially mm-hmm. with something like anxiety or depression. Exactly. Well, that's the key. I think the key here is that you're doing it safely at, you mm-hmm. know, a certain, you know, you're, 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 I guess, using this responsibly, this microdosing. I think that's mm-hmm. the, the, the kind of key. Um, and you're right. There is, there is this like stigma with something that just because it's legal, there's not such a stigma about it. Like, you know, think of like smoking even, for example, like people can go buy cigarettes at a shop. Doesn't mean that it's yeah, good for you. Yeah, but I think you. smoking now has a lot more of a stigma than it does, it did. But it didn't use yeah. to, you know, it used exactly. to be cool About 20 years do. ago, it was cool. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas like certain, you know, illegal drugs and substances have never, you Mm -hmm. know, people really, a lot of people frown upon them where it's like, well, actually, you know, cigarettes have nicotine, which is highly addictive. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of like serious repercussions from, from cigarette smoke. And yet it is still a legal, a legal substance. So, you know, or it's, it's a, it's interesting. You should be allowed to use if, if it, if it's effective as an antidepressant or as anti-anxiety medication, you should be allowed to use it. Like, I don't, I don't see why not. I think people should be allowed to use it. Yeah. So, and and again, if it's giving people benefits that have like, especially Mm -hmm. the thing is, is like, especially stuff with like anxiety and depression, like these are things that can cripple people's lives. You know what I mean? So if they can have something that, you know, improves their overall quality of life, isn't harming them or others Mm -hmm. around them. And, you know, they are using this stuff safely. Like, I just don't see what the, what the issue is. So I would be all for it as well, to be honest. Yeah. There you go. So So do your drugs. (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean yeah okay so next i have let's see whoo this is a okay should vaccines be avoided by vegans because of their ingredients so like um fetal and animal cells for example Mm. oh no I i don't think they should be avoided by vegans Mm. i think it's complicated it's a very tough issue but I think that if you have to, I, I think about things from, I guess, uh, it's, it's a tough one, okay? Because I don't want to condone animal testing and I don't want to be, you know, in favor of that kind of stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that as much as we, if we can move away from animal testing as much as we possibly can, we should. Yeah. And um, I don't know enough about, you know, testing on animals mm-hmm. when it comes to something like vaccines or medical things. Yeah. Um, so I would like to avoid it as much as possible, but if we can, you know, if we can eradicate disease, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, and also, also, (laughs) also, I mean, if it's a matter of like also your own person, like let's say there's some like really highly contagious disease that kills people like really strongly. Like the COVID. 
mm-hmm. or something that has even higher death rate than that. And you mm-hmm. have a high chance of dying if you get it. Well, I guess the question would be, you know, what is your, what's the value of your life? You know, taking this, you know, I would, I would personally, not that I'm saying that my life is necessarily more than another being's life, but like, I, but isn't would, that what you're saying by taking the vaccine? Yeah. Then I guess it would be. Mm-hmm. No, it's it, but it, it's it's not that I'm saying my life is better, but it ultimately it's like that's fight for survival, right? So, like, I would take it just because of like I would want to live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's selfish, I know, but that's just how I would do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. God damn. I was waiting me, for you to continue. Rose. No, I'm no, just I, I, I I'm. Just... I just think I think yeah I mean. <sighs> With a vaccine, I, I mean, obviously the vaccine isn't always a matter of life or death or anything like that, but yeah, uh, yeah I think I would still take it. Um, but again, I think I, that we could fight for, you know, better ways of, you know, testing mm. and we can fight for ways of doing it in a cruelty-free way. I'm sure that there are lots of things that we could do to change the way that we test things in the scientific community. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, anything like that. And I've heard arguments of people saying there's no point of testing things on like, for example, mice or rats because we have a very different DNA or something like that. Yeah. Um, And I think there is an argument to be made in terms of uh, being against it because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like they're being forced to, to, to undertake these types of, you know, potentially, you know, lethal procedures just so Mm -hmm. that we could have some kind of vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. So you could make an argument. Um, and I'm not completely, I don't think I have a strong opinion on this because it's hard mm-hmm. for me to say. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But a yeah, one. like I would take a vaccine mm-hmm. if, you know, yeah, if, if it was important for, you know, humanity and to eradicate disease or to help mm-hmm. other people not get the disease. I mean, it's, uh, like with the COVID, like I'm probably definitely going to take the vaccine if I can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm not anti-vax. Um, but it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I can see the argument on both sides. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to be in the position of an animal, right? So I'm trying yeah. to put myself in the position of that animal. So I can argue, oh yeah, like it's better. Like, of course I'm going to take it. But then if we actually think about what if that, like the animal has to suffer, mm-hmm. you know, as a consequence of us, like would I volunteer myself to uh, be a subject of uh, testing? To no. suffer for another animal? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to say from a moral Mm -hmm. stance. It's hard to argue. Yeah. But from a practical stance and from a selfish human stance, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say, yes, like we can take it. It's it's one of those tough ones. Yeah. That is a difficult, that is a tough, these are some tough questions, Rose. Oh, God damn. What's with this? God damn. We be be on the spot. (laughs) This is our happy hour. We're talking about vaccines. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Let's see what else we have. Um, by the way, guys, thanks for everyone that sent the questions in. We really, yes. we, we love having these uh, conversations and they wouldn't be possible without your lovely questions. So thank you. What was the first thought that went through your heads when you started the podcast? Hmm. I don't think we were thinking, were we? <laughs> um, this is the thing. I don't overthink things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you overthink things. Oh, I do. I overthink things things a lot, but like, that's true. I think the thing is, is the reason why this kind of podcast came about is kind of, it was more from you because you already wanted to do a podcast or you were thinking of branching out into that. And then I was in Spain and had a lot of free time when I was in Spain. (laughs) 
And we thought like, we talked about it a little bit before, but like never really that serious. And then we were kind of like having a chat and like texting and stuff. And then we're like, let's just do this. Like, why don't we just start, you know, try to yeah. see how it goes basically. Um, and go from there. And that's kind of how it started. And then we, that's why in the beginning we kind of, we still had some really good episodes. I really enjoyed the episodes we did at the beginning, but they were a bit all more all over the place than yes. <laughs> well, all of our episodes. They were episodes fun though, weren't they? Yeah. They, they were are fun. always all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But now we, we have a little bit more, we're a little bit more focused on like kind of current events and news and things that are going on. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. That was, I don't think there was anything like really in our minds that we were like, part of me that we were just like, Oh, you know, this is the reason why we want to start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. It was more like, yeah, we were both like, I remember my mindset was like, we're obviously we, you know, you've been on my channel before people know who you yeah. are and they enjoy you on my channel. I'm like, okay. Like, and people can see that we have obviously like, you know, um, uh, chemistry yeah. in terms of like how we talk, like there's a flow in our conversation. We could literally talk for like hours and hours and hours and like never stop. So I'm like, well, this is perfect. It's perfect for a podcast. Well, 50, 55 hours later, you know, so uh, 50, <laughs> I think we're on like, how many hours, a, Daniel? I think this will be, well, counting this, it's like six, 60 oh hours of nonstop pl- talking mm-hmm. plus all the Patreon exclusives, which we do plus one of those all the talking that we be doing uh, <laughs> in, aside from the podcast in between the podcast and the days that we just hang out. So <laughs> God damn. I, I, mean, I wonder if there's like some kind of way we could calculate. It would be probably a shocking number of hours. Oh my God. And then Angela one time was like, I don't know how you guys, she was like, how do you guys talk so much? <laughs> <laughs> See, and like, I never realized how much I talk, but like. You talk so much. Yeah, but you do as well. And I talk a lot. I mean, you know what yeah. Angela said? <laughs> that I talk more. <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh my God, Daniel actually talks a lot. <laughs> hi Angela if you're listening mm-hmm. but didn't didn't your um didn't we have dinner one time at your parents as well and I thought like when we were this is like a while ago and we were chatting with like I came over for dinner and, my like, parents Ro- yeah and, and we were at my parents house yeah yeah we went to your parents house and um Rose's parents did this like awesome spread and we were all like eating there just like chatting and I thought to myself I was thinking oh because like I know when I like over talk which does happen more sometimes. Are um, you sure you know? <laughs> but I, I don't think I, I thought I, I thought I had an idea, but I had no idea. And I thought, oh, you know, I was a bit, you know, not shy, but I wasn't like my full like talkative self when I was over at Rose's. And, and what did your parents say, Rose? <laughs> my dad was like, Daniel, he talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless it's, it's, your soul. I know it's, it's kind of like, it can be good in some ways, but then also it can kind of be bad in others because like, um, like for example, if I go on dates and stuff, I hate, like part of the reason why I talk so much is I don't like awkward silences. I feel mm. like if there's a pause and like an awkward break, I feel uncomfortable. Even if there's nothing wrong with that and it's part of the natural flow of whatever's going on, I feel uncomfortable. So I try to fill that void. So like oh, when God I go on damn, da- Daniel, you can't be talking too much on dates. Oh, and do I you do. Talk a lot? <laughs> I want to be, I really want to be a fly on the wall when you're on a date. <laughs> You don't. You definitely don't. I really Rose. do, because I w- and then I could be like Daniel. Let me write some notes for you. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but see, this is why this is why I need to meet a guy that's like very chill and just very like, and I can be like the talkative one in the relationship. And they no, can be a bit but more then kind of like that would be kind of boring. No, yeah, true. Because then I would. Because then I would just like, actually. I don't know. You kind of you mm-hmm. could just keep talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that would be good. Maybe that's what I need. Like a bit of balance. You know. You definitely need somebody that talks less than you do. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> could you could you imagine if i met somebody that talked more rose god 
Damn. Oh my God. I don't think I would want to be in the same room as you two. I think I would get a headache. <laughs> no. Well, one, one, one guy that I went on a date with, he talked probably more than I did and would always like cut me off and like keep talking. Oh, and that's I thought, so, no. I know. And I thought, I was like, I thought I talked a lot. And this one guy, he was like talking and talking. And I just remember being like, oh my God, what's going on? You got to ask questions. You just got to keep making them talk. That's what yeah. I do. You know, I ask questions. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I just keep asking a bunch of questions. I want to be a fly in the wall at one of your dates, Rose, to see what happens. Oh, really? Oh, well, I mean, I think you should just take notes. <laughs> <laughs> notes on uh, modesty, right? How to be modest. Mm, exactly. Mm. Have I ever told you that humility is one of my greatest traits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rose. Oh. oh, Daniel, don't you miss me? <laughs> I, I do. Um, oh, my God. Honestly, though, no. Honestly, people love talking about themselves, so you have to keep asking them questions. No, definitely. And I think that's a good thing, too, because then you also learn a lot about them as well. Exactly. That's That's how you fill the conversation. You don't talk more about yourself. You ask them a question. Yeah, which I do. But like, okay, how would you do in this example? Like, I, this, is year, this was <laughs> oh God, years ago. Oh, God, you're going to put me on the spot. Okay. This okay, well, there ago. are some certain people that it's just it can't be helped. But yes, continue. exactly. I remember I was like, um, went on a date with this one guy. I was like, oh, so... Um, like, what do you do for work? Oh, I'm this. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm a, he was like a project manager or something. I'm a project manager. I said, oh, cool. Like, can you tell me a little bit more about that? You know, like, you know, and yeah. he was like, oh, well, I do this at buildings. And I was like, oh my God, who are these people? I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, um, and then he, and then I remember he like had gone, at, um, he'd lived in New Zealand for like two years or something or a year to like work with this company. And I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. Like, what did you do in New Zealand? Like what kind of stuff? Like, you know, tell me yeah. about, because I've never been. So I was like, well, tell me more about New Zealand. He was like, yeah, I was all right. Like I was mostly working. So I didn't really have much. I didn't do much. My God. And I was like, I was like, you were in New Zealand for two years. I mean, you have weekends, you have time to do things. Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, I've worked full-time jobs when I was in London and here in Calgary, and you still find time to do stuff. So, and I remember just the whole time just being like, oh my God, this conversation is... And how many drinks did you have to have before you left? I had quite a few. I had several. (laughs) And then I was like, I was like, hey, I'm leaving. Like, You were like, I need to drink to fill this void. Mm. (laughs) And the crazy thing is he wanted a second date and I was just like, oh, oh my God, here's the thing. It's like, sometimes you're like, how did you think this went well? I know. Like, I was like, what part of this went well? And he was like, the thing too is like, was he cute saying, at least? He was, he wasn't bad looking. Yeah. But the thing is he like, not that like, I don't, I don't expect people to be so positive and happy all the time, but like if right. I'm on a date with somebody and they're like super negative, cause he said Ugh. another thing too. He'd been on some like work, uh, a day off work where they do like a work bonding thing. And they went to like an escape room and did like a ton of cool stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, tell me more about it. He's like, well, I don't really like my coworkers. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. It was just like everything. He was just so negative, you negative. know, like, oh, you're in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't have time to see anything. And I was just like, oh, that's you know? like your worst nightmare, especially worst you. Nightmare. Yeah. Because Daniel's just like a little positive ball of joy sometimes but like i think <laughs> you already have so many like shitty things that you have to deal with in life so like you need somebody that's gonna try to like at least like exactly make, the most make it a little it. better yeah exactly like, the whole point is that like you know when you're yeah i just don't even if you were a miserable person mm-hmm. <laughs> like at least kind of learn to hide it on a day or maybe he was just being himself i don't know exactly because like don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with everybody has their days i have my down days everybody does you know but like 
all the time and like you can tell when someone's just a miserable person exactly and the fact that you especially on a first date if you're bringing that on the first date that tells me that he's probably even more miserable but was hi- yeah. trying to hide it that was that was him hiding it you know and i'm like oh my oh. god so oh, oh god. and he was probably like oh this guy is so positive and optimistic <laughs> he's gonna make me feel so happy and then yeah. you're well, like he, um i don't want to see you ever again i know but <laughs> you know kind of that's a perfect segue into the, the next piece of what, what we're going to talk about but you can't rely on someone else for your happiness oh god damn oh we gonna keep talking about the happiness god damn sh- we won't we can talk about it or should we present the happiness? It's getting quiet. We've already been on this for an hour and a half. <laughs> God damn. So let's, we'll, have, we'll just keep chatting and then we'll talk about the happiness another we time. We can talk about happiness. Well, what do you think, Daniel? What do you think? What's your... What's your we we kind of covered this in the last episode. True, if you guys true. listened. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we talked well, about you know, this. it's hard to say. With, with what yeah. you just said about you can't rely on somebody else to make you happy. Yeah. Agreed. But also... But disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I no, I I do agree to an extent mm, yeah. because we are obviously because I always talk about we're obviously very social mm. creatures and we do need interactions with yeah. others. So that's part of what makes us happier mm-hmm. because if we were alone, we can't be happy. Like I yeah. I don't believe that you can be happy completely well, no, alone. We, we can't. We can't survive. Not- Exactly. Because at the end of the day, even people that like, you know, are, are less social and stuff like that. At the end of the day, like we are um, social beings. We're not like we're not exactly. like some animals that are very solitary by nature. We are very, very social. Um, exactly. Even, even if you're one of those people that's like, oh, I don't like being around. You know, there's some part of you that does need to be around people. So I agree with you to that point. What I meant more by about relying on other people for your happiness uh, or like relying on a partner for your happiness to bring you that happiness mm-hmm. is... Of course, that person is going to bring an element of happiness to your life, right? Like, like for many reasons. Um, but what I mean is that you can't... They can't be the only source. Exactly. And you can't be... You know, you talked really... I, I really liked what we talked about the, the other day when you mentioned the happiness, like, uh, equilibrium that you're at, kind of. Like, you're at this yes. kind of status quo, per se, right? And The you hedonistic can't, treadmill. Exactly. And you can't expect that be just because you get into a relationship that all of a sudden you're going to go from a base level of yes. like here up to a base level of like here. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you can't rely on somebody to make that happen for you. Yes, they might make you happy in some ways, but they're not going to be the kind of, you know, they're not going to fill some empty void. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's why, like, I think it's really important that. Oh, well, I don't know. Cause like I, I can say this easily because obviously I've been single for so long now, but like, I think it's really important to kind of find some level of happiness within yourself before mm-hmm. you get into a relationship. Cause I feel like a lot of people, they get into relationships and they don't give that time to themselves and they can get lost. You know what I mean? So, Agreed. um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, relationships are such a complicated thing, but yeah, your happiness is very much you determine it. Do you know what I mean? In many ways, yes. I, I feel like, and like, no matter what, even if you've been married to someone for, you know, 30 years, you still have to bring a certain level of, of something that you do for yourself to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah, I agree completely mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, um, well, okay. So there's a few things, there's a few elements that I think we can discuss. So it's, I feel like relying on one other person for any, like for your entire source of happiness is like, mm-hmm something a lot of people actually end up doing. So you're right. Like people, a lot of people think like, Oh, once I get in a relationship, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. Yeah. That's just not true. Right. Like happiness is a very complicated kind of topic. And I think that, Mm. you know, 
there's a lot of different elements to, you know, having a more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. And if you just think that you're going to get into some kind of relationship and all of a sudden you're just going to be a different kind of person and just and have that euph- euphoric happiness 24 yeah, seven, it's just not going to happen mm-hmm. like ever. Okay. So, but I think overall, just like having, I think one of the things is like having just kind of like a well balanced approach to your relationships. So having, first of all, understanding that, you can't rely on one person or even like a few people to bring you some sort of, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like happiness or whatever it was. But having kind of like, I guess, overall trying to have good relationships, getting rid of certain toxic relationships, which again is hard to do. But, yeah. um, you know, having your family and your friends like a support network um, mm-hmm. that isn't just reliant on one person. Mm-hmm. Um that's one thing because a lot of us we think like oh once we like we use terms like you know my other half as in yeah you know this person is gonna just complete me exactly. and that's just that, not true exactly but that, and that's also kind of looking at it like in some ways okay i like i'm obviously like you know i like the hallmark movies and you know i'm a little bit cheesy and i'm like oh it's kind of cute but at the same time if you're saying it's your other half you're implying that until you meet that person you're only half a person you know what i mean exactly like, and that's just not true that, Exactly. Like, so yeah, I think. And it also says, it also sends a message that until you meet a romantic partner, you are not complete. And that's just not true that you you can have romantic partners. There are people that don't have romantic partners that, you know, have find happiness in different ways, find Mm -hmm. relationships in different ways, find, you know, they have family, they have friends, they have very fulfilling lives. There are certain people that may not have romantic partners, that have more fulfilling lives than lots of people that have romantic partners. So it's this idea that like Mm -hmm. you have to have a romantic partner. I think that itself, that needs to be thrown out that concept Mm -hmm. of you you can only be happy once you like find a romantic partner, once you find a husband, a wife, it's just not true. I know it's so ironic though, that that is the narrative because, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I do want to eventually find a romantic partner Mm -hmm. and whatever else, but like, I just find it interesting that the narrative is, is that when all of us, and I'm speaking not just for me and you, but also for all the listeners of the podcast and stuff, we have all had friends or family members in very toxic relationships that aren't mm. happy, you know? So to say that the only way that you're going to be happy or the only way that you're going to f- feel fulfilled in life is to have that meet that other half and have that romantic partner is just not true. I mean, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. If you meet somebody, you really click and everything else that can be great. And you know, all, all good to you, but that's not the only way to achieve happiness. And we've seen it time and time again, where there's people that are in these horrible relationships that are definitely not happy. And we, so we can't like set that as a bar. And it's interesting that even now in the 21st century, even though we've all seen and all of us from like day one, not only in, and it's in media as well. It's everywhere. We've seen so many like people in these horrible, toxic relationships. And yet that's still the narrative that we're saying. That is the way that you complete yourself. That is the way that we become happy. Do you think it's Hollywood? Do you think it's like movies? But the thing is, is partly, partly, but then also Hollywood does sometimes showcase, you know, abusive relationships and people getting out. So that's all we see both sides of it. So that's why I think, it's interesting that we as a society in general still have that that narrative. Like, don't get me wrong. There's lots of people in happy relationships as well. But it's interesting that we're saying that's like the only way to become happy. Do you know what I mean? That's I think the we've only built way a society. What, what's happened is that we've built a society where we have like that family unit. Mm. So we have like the mom and the dad and yeah. the kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've built as some sort of, you know, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, like this is the this is the ultimate, you know, all American family or whatever, right? 
So we've built this idea that like you have to have this specific type of, you know, group. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, the bare minimum that you need in order to be happy. And be successful. That's exactly. Which is just untrue. But yeah. because of that kind of, I guess, family structure that we have, I guess, built over the last few decades mm-hmm. or even centuries, I don't know. Because of that, I think it's hard to have uh, communities outside of that. So that's yeah. one thing that I've noticed is it's hard for the reason why it's hard for single people at after a certain age. So like, let's say you're like 40 or 50 and you're single. Mm-hmm. The, the reason it's hard is because it's not because you're a sad person and that, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not because you don't have the ability to have good relationships. It's because we've built this society where we rely on just like our family. Yeah. You know, our, like the nuclear family, like whatever it's mm-hmm. called. And, and so everyone, you know, is in like a nuclear family. And then the people that are outside of that feel like outsiders and they feel like, um, they don't have a community to Mm -hmm. connect with because everyone else is in a nuclear family. So it's like, I don't know. Cause like even now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'll still have a lot of friends that, you know, well, not a lot, but there's a few of us now that are older that, you know, aren't in relationships at the moment (laughs) or aren't, or don't even have kids. And like, don't get me wrong. I still have actually like really precious, um, friendships with my friends that are married and have kids and everything else. But you're right. Like the more and more that happens and the more and more my friends get married and settle down and do all that stuff. And I am left out. Like even if they include me in all of these things, you know, I do start to feel like, Oh, like, you know, and you're right. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not happy. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, all of these things, but I do start to feel that sense of, okay, well I'm like not included in this kind of group. And Mm -hmm. the interesting thing too is like, and it's perpetuated by family as well, because if you think about it, like whenever you have these family gatherings, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that's experienced this, but like if you're a married couple, they'll come up to you and say, oh, how are things going? How's the marriage? Blah, 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 blah. And like for people that are single, they'll be like, oh, so are you seeing anyone? What's your dating life like? Yeah. All of this stuff. It's never like, oh, are you happy? Like, how are things going? You know what I mean? Like, it's always, oh, like you're not here with anyone. What's going on? Yeah. Like it's well, and, and even with relation, like with couples, like no one would be like, oh, like, how's your relationship? Like people mm. don't ask that question. They're more like, oh, how are you guys? Like, oh, good for yeah. you. You had a baby. Yeah. Whereas like with like a single person, it's like, oh, are you seeing anybody? Like, is there mm-hmm. anyone? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I do that too. Don't get me wrong. I That's ask true. That, those questions. <laughs> guilty. Um, guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. But you know, mm-hmm. I told you about that movie that I watched where in like this, I think this is a brilliant idea. By the, the lobster, way. right? The lobster no, one? No, not the lobster. No, it's the documentary about happiness. That you know, mm-hmm. I feel like you've seen this. It's mm-hmm. the one... Okay, so it's a documentary, and I think mm-hmm. it's called Happy or Happiness. Mm-hmm. And it was, at, it was on Netflix at some point, okay? But okay. what is that? What is... Oh, I was just scratching my pen because I wanted to write this down, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, because your phone is recording. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> otherwise, I otherwise I'd write it in my phone. <laughs> Daniel's uh, a little grandpa and I got the hiccups. I got I the saw, drunk I hiccups. I heard that. Uh-oh. Anyway, so uh, this movie, I think it's called Happiness or Happy or something. Mm. And it's like a documentary. And it was like, it kind of like talked to a few different types of people. Mm-hmm. So for example, one of them was like a beauty. She used to be a beauty pageant um, person. Like, I don't know. What, mm-hmm. She used to be in beauty pageants. Yeah. So she was like, obviously very gorgeous. And then one day she got like run over by a car and then like her face got wrecked. <clears throat> and then she kind of, um, 
like obviously she was like probably miserable for you know for a bit and then later on she's like she's getting the interview and god i can't even talk she's doing the interview for this movie and she's saying like oh you know i'm actually like really happy now Mm -hmm. like believe it or not even though i used to be like really gorgeous and like obviously i because her face got kind of ruined in the you know accident so that was one story another story was this woman it was mainly about the whole community Mm-hmm. But basically in Sweden or Denmark, one of those Scandinavian countries, they built this like community. It was kind of like, you know how like there's like old folks communities. Mm-hmm. It was like that, but not an old folks community. It was like for anybody. So you could have your own like little home, right? So you could have your own space. You could be single in a family, old, whatever. Yeah. You could have your own home. But then what they would do is that they would have a like a community space. Mm-hmm. where they would all gather for dinner like every night, I think. And then each household or something like that would be responsible for like cooking dinner each, you know, day, something like that. So mm-hmm. they would all take turns like cooking dinner together, eating together. And that created like that sense of community, which mm-hmm. for a lot of people, especially people that are maybe single, that choose mm-hmm. to be single, um, they still have that kind of, you know, community other than, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people, the reason why they feel alone isn't necessarily because they don't have a partner. It's because they don't have a community. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good point. Like it's, it's that feeling of like, especially if I'm, you know, once I move out from my parents' house, have my own apartment. And if all mm-hmm. of my friends are married with kids, they're, they're going to be busy and I'm going to feel isolated a bit. And that's yeah. why I'm going to feel like, where's my sense of community in, in, yeah. in some ways, you know? Um, so it's not necessarily because you're single. It's because yeah. of the fact that we've built this society where it's like, unless you're with somebody else, you're going to be all alone. That's why exactly. people feel really lonely in like cities. Mm, that makes, that makes sense. That's actually a really, really good point, Rose. Okay. So I think we should start a communal communal neighborhood. Well, didn't you didn't you didn't you mention something about like in Korea, like the communities yeah. get together and they'll have like kimchi Fridays or something? Yeah. Where the whole community so, comes together and makes kimchi. Yeah. So my mom and my dad, they well my mom told me about stories of back in when she was young. Um, are you almost done that bottle of wine, Daniel? No, not close. Why are you done God yours? Damn. No, I'd be halfway through. I'm already drunk. God damn. God damn. I don't I know what's happening. Like a, I have like a quarter <gasps> left. Daniel's almost done. Anyway. But I have so, a lot in my glass too. <laughs> you are just down in that one. Um, so yeah. So m- when my parents were growing up, it was very different. Like Korea was really different from mm. what it is now. It's very, I think a lot of people in Korea are really, really lonely now. And yeah. it's really sad to see. And that's one of the kind of big problems in Korea right now. A mm-hmm. lot of people feeling lonely, a lot of people feeling completely isolated because mm-hmm. I think that sense of community um, has died out. Yeah. So a lot of people used to grow up, like when my parents were young, they a lot of people were, you know, in rural communities. And in those communities, apparently everyone just knew each other. Yeah. You go into the neighborhood and everyone knows everybody. You know the neighbor's names, all your kids play together. It's all just like a part of the community. And then there would be days when they would make, there was like a certain season where you like make kimchi. So mm-hmm. Korean people make kimchi in like very large quantities because mm-hmm. they use store it for like, I don't know, months. And then you eat it because there's certain ways of storing it where you can store it for months and eat it throughout the, you know, months. Mm-hmm. So I guess they had like a day where they make kimchi. So <laughs> everyone in the neighborhood makes kimchi. And it was and probably like I a guess, big like thing, you know, everyone got super right, excited. Yeah, I don't know if actually, I don't know if everyone makes kimchi or if the house that made kimchi would just share it with every, I don't know. I think everyone still, made kimchi on this. It was like day. a sense of community, you know, like exactly. it's a sense of like, 
and 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 again it's like that sense of of feeling belonging somewhere and, yeah. and ultimately get, getting happiness from that because as we said we are social social beings and we need to feel that sense of belonging and and kind of connectedness with others mm-hmm. you know like so, they could go the, to the neighbor neighbor and be like can you can i have some like you know a little bit more rice like i ran mm-hmm. out of uh ran out of rice or ran mm-hmm. out of this like can i have some like Which I, we can't really do that now i mean yeah. we could but that's weird yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, your your neighbor would be like, uh, and I think I think in Korea, I mean, for Koreans, running out of rice would be a pretty big deal. So they'd have to go to their, you know <laughs> what I mean? They'd have to be like, I need to get that get that rice, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's you know, it's mm. sad to, mm-hmm. to think about. Well, I think I think the thing is, is I think that I I just like wish, and I think that we'll, you know, the whole not concept, not concept of society, but like I do feel like there's gonna be some sort of movement or shift or paradigm shift because because as we're seeing more and more is like the trends of you know the nuclear family all of these kind of like we're starting to see a lot of alterations to that and like different you know right like you know couples that don't have kids for example like so many different variations of what the nuclear Mm -hmm. family represents and I just think, or I hope like in the future that we as society because I'm not saying that just because somebody is a couple or whatever it's like a it's it's they're not happy. That's not what I'm meaning, but I'm just meaning of like course. we need to focus on that concept of like, instead of focusing on whether or not people are in relationships, like romantic yeah. relationships is focus on the, their fundamental, like how they are as a person, like not how they are, mm-hmm. but like, um, are they happy? Are they content? Are they enjoying their life? You know? Don't, yeah. That should be the not, overall focus. Exactly. Less. So if you're in a relationship and you're all of those things, fantastic. Fantastic. If you're not in a relationship and you're all of those things, also fantastic. That's the kind of where we need to get to, you know? Um, Yeah. Oh, goddamn. I agree completely. Maybe we should start a community. We need to, Rose. I think that's a brilliant idea. I think it's Mm -hmm. really great. And even even with, you know, places like... I think we need to, like, talk about this more. I think that's one thing Mm -hmm. to, you know, build the awareness. I think people have, you know because we've like, even like, as I say this, like, I know I'm not going to walk up to my neighbor and like, you know, start having conversation because of the culture that we have now. It's like everyone lives in their own, you know, little block and then that's it. So whoever lives in your block, you, that's your family or your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then whoever's outside of that, you don't really talk to them really. Yeah. Maybe you say hi a little bit, but like not really. And I think that's sad. I don't know. But I do think, I do feel like, well, and I don't know if it's like a new thing, but you know, like a lot of the new like rental units and stuff downtown, like even the one that I went to go look at and stuff, they're starting to have, well, they have these like amenities areas or kind of like community areas. So they're trying yeah. to like start like promoting that. But still, if you would go to those like... But no one talks to anybody. Yeah, that's true. Like it's so sad. We, I have amenities in my building and mm-hmm. no one really talks to people. Yeah. Unless they're me. I, and apparently I talk to, you know, I like to talk to everyone. You talk Rose. to everybody. <laughs> so you'd be a perfect person for, you should definitely, this is a great business opportunity. <laughs> and it could provide happiness for people. Mm. I'll be mm-hmm. bringing them, bringing them joy and happiness. That'd be a nice yeah, job. And money for yourself. <laughs> Which is an um, important, important part of our, our life because of the mm. way that we have, we have structured society, you know? Yeah. So we've structured it to be, capitalistic and uh yeah oh god but yeah uh i'm concerned for my home country korea it's a it's a it's pretty bad Mm -hmm. it's uh people are not having babies people are miserable Mm -hmm. people are it's uh 
You know what? Let me just Google this because I really want to yeah. know. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that we surpassed Japan in terms of b- b- uh, birth rates or death. Uh, birth rate, yeah, birth, birth rate. rate. So you Hold would on. have not surpassed. Uh, you would have. Uh, you would have gotten we, below Japan. We have surpassed the desperation of Japan. Uh, <laughs> birth rate, which is really really sad because again, you're looking at these countries where whereby there's been like huge technological advances, you know, massive yeah. industry gr- industry growth. And yet, you know, you have this kind of negative undertone of what's going on in this in the actual yeah. society and the communities that live within it. So it's a, like it's an it will be an interesting like case study to see what happens as well. You know, and I really well, I really thing. hope. Yeah, sorry. I hope I hope that things. I mean, that things eventually change, like, you know, that something reaches a breaking point and, you know, something has to change because, you know, it can't just go on forever. Like I mean, that. it could maybe. Yeah, true. Well, the problem is, I think that we, there's been such a big focus on economics and mm. we, we measure things by economics very yeah. often. So we look at countries where, you know, it's obviously a wealthy country and we think, oh, they're successful mm-hmm. and therefore everything's great. But actually, there's a lot of downsides to becoming economically successful. And I think we're seeing that in these tiger economies that um, basically tiger economies are countries like Korea, Japan, um, maybe Taiwan, Hong Kong, like these countries where Mm. uh, these countries grew very quickly over the last few decades. Mm -hmm. So Korea, in my literally my parents generation when they were young was a developing country. It was very Mm. poor. It was not at all an economic powerhouse as it is today. Yet we are seeing new problems arising that we, so this is a great case study actually, because, you know, it's something that we, you know, maybe people couldn't have known, you know, like this would happen. We just think, oh, we're growing, we're, Mm -hmm. you know, becoming successful. That's a great thing. But then negative things are coming from it. So, yeah, so we did, this article says, let's see. I think this article is going to say exactly what we just said. Okay, let's see here. Today, South Korea, let's see. Let me read you this. When countries undergo economic change, the effects of the transition aren't only financial. They have major population implications as well. Uh, This is very much the case in South Korea, where over the last three generations, the country has evolved like few others due to rapid industrialization. Today, South Mm. Korea has a $1.6 trillion economy the fourth largest in Asia after China, Japan, and India. As South Korea has transformed, so too has its population, and very quickly at that, leaving the country at a true population paradox. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. It says, for South Korea, uh, we have a rapidly aging population as well as a low marriage and birth rate. And let me see. Oh, South Korea has the lowest fertility rate in the world. (gasps) I'm actually shocked. I did not expect that. The average South Korean woman has just 1.1 children, lower than any other country. What? I thought they were going to say like lowest out of the OECD countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently it's the lowest in the world. Uh, For contrast, the global average is around 2.5 children. So in Korea, every uh, the average South Korean woman has just 1.1 children. The global average is 2.5. Wow. This has been declining steadily between the early 1950s and today. The fertility rate in South Korea dropped from 5.6 to 1.1 per woman. Wow. Um, That's bad. Mm -hmm. That is bad. So, yeah, uh, we have surpassed Japan, apparently. I think Japan's like almost the same. 
but yeah. um similar it's bad it's bad mm-hmm. it's oh crazy. my god do i need to marry a korean man to continue the the korean <laughs> bloodline I think, they, I think you need to rose you need, it's all about that Should korean I take bloodline one for the team? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we oh need my to see, god we this need to find serious. you a korean man yeah I'm not kidding, Rose. We need to get you a Korean man. This is, you know, this but is But you know new- what? At the end of the day, is it, does it really matter? Why we are all just going to be mixed anyways. Exactly. They, there was this, oh, what was this thing? I was watching this like YouTube video. I think it was like about beauty, like men, beauty standards around the world. Like it showed different guys yeah. from different countries. And I think it showed like at the end, like what's going to happen because you know, it's like you had these like countries that were so like uni, unicultural for a long time, right? Like you had some pockets that were like that. And that's starting to become like less and less. Like you still have like a lot of that, but like even in places, you know, you get people like leaving countries, going to other countries, people moving to that country. And you're getting a lot of this more like mixing and mingling. Mm -hmm. So they're saying eventually, you know, at some point, probably like hundreds of years down the road, we're just going to become kind of very like mixed. mixed. And I think that's fine. Like I Mm -hmm. honestly don't necessarily. And this is probably an unpopular opinion because Korean, I mean, not an unpopular opinion, Mm. but in Korea, like Korean people are very much like, oh, like pure Korean, you know, we need to be Koreans. Mm. We all need to just birth Koreans and, you know, (laughs) yeah, well, clearly they're not doing their job properly. God damn. Uh, But but, um, yeah, I don't really have, Mm. yeah, like a part of me, it does. Obviously, there is a part that's sad about potentially because obviously, when the more you mix, the more you are going to lose a bit of the culture. That's what, that's what I was going to say. I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the thing that the I think language is and be, culture. Exactly, and this is what's going to be sad. Like globally, as we get more mm-hmm. mixed, is you are going to see countries, and you're already starting to yeah. see this of some countries that are losing oh, their la- language and losing their culture. Um, Ireland. Ireland's a perfect example. Like pretty much no one in Ireland, like a very small percentage now speaks. Um, I think it's Gaelic. Gaelic. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and isn't te- Welsh a language as well? It is. Yeah. And again, the people in Wales, not a huge percentage of them from what I understand. And same with Scotland. Scot- Scotland had another form of like Gaelic, I think, um, up there in the Highlands and stuff. And I don't think it's widely spoken. So, and that's and just even a- native, native Canadians, native Americans had their mm-hmm. own languages. And oh, I mean, I think a lot of it was wiped out for, you know, other reasons, other reasons which yeah. aren't good, but still we've mm-hmm. lost languages through there. And so it's, that's, that's the part that's gonna be sad is to lose like, you know, some of the tradition, some of the mm-hmm. like language, the culture, even the, I, I mean, even the foods, right? Like traditional certain foods yeah. might get lost. So in some ways I do, you know, it's sad and it's, it is sad in some ways. I do like the kind of differences in culture and differences in languages, but I guess in some ways it could be, you know, good to have, you know, more interconnected world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's truly is a happy hour, isn't it? We're talking okay. so much about, uh, about the Life. world guys. We I mean, were just, uh, huh. <laughs> this would be, this would be our usual conversation anyway. Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> you guys are a fly on the wall right now. Like mm-hmm. le- legit. So if you ever see me and Rose in a bar, just having a couple oh. drinks, whatever. Mom, you this- just sounded so Canadian. If you ever see me and Rose in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Did I actually? Am I, you- oh am God, I losing? You literally just said in a bar. <laughs> oh God. I'm going to have to re-listen to it. Well, I'm going to re-listen to it anyway when I edit. But like, <laughs> um, do you think that like, because I was sounding a little British back then, but I think I'm getting back to be Canadian, oh aren't I? I don't think. 
I mean, okay, there were certain, I feel like you sounded less British than like mm. me and Chrissy. Remember me and Chrissy at the end, we had that more of that, like that tone. Yeah. I think you had more of a, you've, you've always kind of sounded like da Daniel. Mm. Like you didn't have too much of a change. Yeah. But um, I'm sure you did a little bit. Maybe I just didn't notice because I was, I was mm -hmm. always talking to you and stuff. And true, maybe because I also lived in, in London. Yeah. But I remember when I came back from London initially, everyone was like, oh, my God, you sound British. I'm like, uh, British people would not agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. But Definitely the Canadians not. would be like, you sound British. Like you have mm -hmm. a British accent. I was like, I don't have a British accent. I just like maybe talk in the tone that they speak in yeah. a little bit. It's the, it's the inflection as well. Cause it's the Canadians, inflection. We, That's what I mean. We, yeah. we, we like go up at certain parts of our sentences where they go up at different parts of their sentences. So yes. like, it's like a weird, like, um, it's like when you way. ask a question, I always mm -hmm. say, this is the example I use. So in, in England, when you ask a question, they, it goes down. So they'll be like, mm -hmm. Oh, where's the, where's the, uh, where's the toilet? It's, it goes mm -hmm. down, you know, they'll be like, where's yeah. the toilet? Whereas like in Canada would be like, do you know where the bathroom is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so do you know where the but bathroom then what is? I, yeah. So what I found was that the more I lived in London, it's not that I got a British accent. It's that mm. I would get that kind of inflection. Of, is, is that, exactly. is that it's the, the term? Way of, yeah. Exactly. I think so. It's like the way that they speak. It's not necessarily like the accent. Yeah. But it's the way that it's the way they get like structure their sentences and the way they I think it is called inflection when you ha when yeah. you highlight certain parts of a sentence. So like, for example, if you move to Australia, you might not necessarily get an Australian accent, but you might start like saying, saying a sentence in a Canadian accent, but the way an Australian would yes. say it. Yes. And it sounds kind of like you're talking in an Australian accent. Exactly. So for example, if I said, oh, do you know where the, uh, no, wait, do you know where the toilet is? I'm still talking in my Canadian accent. Yeah. But it sounds kind of like I'm British. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I used to do without me realizing. So I'd be like, oh, is that, uh, where's the toilet? And then people are like, why are you talking in a British accent? I'm yeah. like, I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. But now God I lost damn. it. So basically everything that's interesting about me has been gone. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I'm kidding. Oh, this is fine. We should continue. Guys, this is going to be a long episode. We're going to oh, do an extra damn. long episode. This is a one year anniversary. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. So one year, one year of the podcast. So it's pretty have crazy. Have you been enjoying it, Daniel? I have. Yeah. Like I said, it's been nice because it's like something that we get to do together. And yes. it, keeps, it keeps me like on top of the like what's going on. Like kind of. And like, it was great during the pandemic. Can we talk oh, about that? During the pandemic, it was like a lifesaver. Like when seriously, you were in this, Spain. Oh, if I didn't have what this podcast. What else would you have done? I would have like died. <laughs> okay. A little dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> that's true okay i wouldn't have died but like it was just like it, it made it made meant that i had schedule i had a routine because yes. we were meeting a certain time and um yeah it meant that i had something to do kind of during my weeks and stuff because you know it would be kind of depressing if i had nothing to do you know what like i, th I feel like this pandemic has taught us a lot of things like for example having a routine and a schedule is actually very good it right? is nice. Yeah. But I've always, I've always kind of known that. Like I said to myself, yeah. like, you know, it's nice to like have a week off. Like, don't get me wrong to have a week off is amazing. Mm -hmm. But then once you, once you go past that, especially yeah. it's different. It's different if you like, if you go on a trip, that's completely different. Like yeah. you're traveling, whatever else. But if you just had like a week off your regular routine, completely off work, it's kind of nice. You know, you can get some cleaning done, do some like extra, you know, sleep cool in stuff. a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. But then as soon as you start to get towards the end of that week and get into the next week and, and if it continues on like that, it actually starts to become boring, you know, and you start so to think like, what, what do you think about like retirement? 
So mm. what, what do you like, how do you envision, have you ever envisioned retirement and like what, uh, huh? I haven't me. yet, but, um, <laughs> one thing that I think is really, really important in retirement is that you, whatever that means, however you do it, but you keep busy, you know, like n- not like so busy, like before, like maybe you have a little bit like of a more casual day to day schedule. Like maybe you sleep in more often, but you have things to do throughout the week because I think it's so important. Be that volunteering, be that maybe working Mm -hmm. part-time, you know, and actually maybe you retire. A lot of people that retire nowadays, they don't necessarily have to work, but they work part-time just to have a schedule just so that they like, Oh, I work, I work like 10 hours at like a coffee shop or something just because, because, Uh you know, it gives me something to do something to like look forward to and, and have a like, you know, some, something else going on. And also, I think there's something to be said about, and I could be completely wrong about this, but I think there's something to be said about um, having something going on like a hobby or a part-time job that actually keeps you you young. Because the second you, if you retire and let's say your retirement is spent watching TV all day, not doing anything. And you're literally just like maybe getting groceries and just always at home. I feel like you're going to age yourself faster than if you keep doing things. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you need to keep like meeting people, either your mm-hmm. friends or family or whatever, or maybe yeah. having a certain volunteer job, something. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, it doesn't yeah. have to be the same same amount and volume as when you were working because you want to kind of, it's your time of course. now to like take a little kind of like not a backseat, but like a more chill approach. Uh huh. But it's still, I think it's so important to like. Oh my God, I think I would be a great retired person. You think so? Do you have not you think? Yeah, yeah, I think you would. But have you thought what like what would you do? What are you well, what are things you're gonna do in your retirement? I can't even talk either. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had we've had quite a bit to drink. Um well I don't I haven't really thought about it to be honest, mm-hmm. but I definitely would keep busy because I'm definitely not the type of person to sit just around. Sit around. Like that's yeah. to me, that's the worst thing. <laughs> like I can't. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would either do some volunteering. I would definitely travel, I think, if I can still like physically. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can at that time. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I would have maybe different little projects and, uh, I feel like I would keep myself busy. You know, I have instruments that I would, you know, play and maybe I would, you know, take up gardening. I'm an old lady at garden, you know, (laughs) um, I would, oh, you know what? I actually, the other day I randomly had this thought and it was kind of crazy, but I was like, oh my God, I can see myself doing this. Okay. I was watching random animal videos on YouTube Mm -hmm. and some of them were like, videos about animals getting rescued and then they were like mm-hmm. put in a sanctuary and they like live out their lives in a sanctuary and I was like oh my god you could start I a sanctuary of, yes I kind of want to oh. <gasps> like when I retire that would be the perfect I'm, I'm sorry but like that would be retirement goals like mm-hmm. not it's not even retirement really but like it mm-hmm. would be kind of retirement you know I would want to do that kind of you know at the end of my I mean, not necessarily. I could, I didn't really actually think when I saw that I w- and I was thinking, oh, I could start a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking that was my retirement plan. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, oh, maybe one day. I think it would be the thing, the thing about that. I think it's a positive idea and I think it's a great idea as well because, you know, also there's something to be said about having, you know, um, uh, animals around and stuff as well because it's mm-hmm. actually been proven that it improves your mood, your quality of life, everything like that. Especially, 100%. Exactly. Especially as you get older. That's why they often bring like dogs and pets into the, you know, older, fo- older folks homes and stuff. Um, I can't even talk either. Um, <laughs> but, but I think the hard part about that one and not to like crush your, your vision, 
Well, Are you gonna crush my be, dreams? No, no, I'm not. But you're you're gonna have to think about how to combat this because if you retire at a certain age, let's say you're 60 when you retire, right? You're you mean so, I'm gonna be tired? No, but I'm just saying you're gonna want to. Like you said, you want to travel, right? So if you're traveling, you're gonna need to make arrangements for having somebody to look after all the animals yeah. while you're gone. So that's something you have to think about as well. Because if you want to do like the thing that the beauty about being retired is. You could literally, if you wanted to, and if you had the money, not that it's, you could do it on the budget as well, but you could be like, you know what? I don't want to be in Calgary for the winter. I'm going to book a book of villa in Mexico for four months. Exactly. And go down there because you can and chill out there before you come back to Canada. You know, there's so many options because you wouldn't have like such a strict schedule. So yeah, mm -hmm. you'd have to think about that stuff. Well, you know, I, well, I think if I were to start a sanctuary, I would have a lot of volunteers and people mm. that were working in the sanctuary. I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I obviously haven't thought this through, but, yeah. um, I like, it would be amazing. I think that's, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Like if, you know, I would have to think about my lifestyle and obviously it would be a huge responsibility. I can't just like, yeah. you know, up and leave. Exactly. Um, but I definitely couldn't do it on my own. So for mm -hmm. sure you would need help. So yeah, yeah, no, you'd have, you'd have like you yeah. said, volunteers, people that work there. But like, Maybe it would be so amazing. Mm -hmm. I would like wake up and like feed the piggies, mm -hmm. feed the cows. Oh, it would be cute. You know, your, your little grandkids would come help you. Yes. Um, and like save and the cows would come in like, like these videos that I watch, it's like little like pigs that were like rest. They were like thrown out of like a slaughterhouse or something. Mm. And then they like got found and then they got sent to this like sanctuary. And then at first they're like really scared and yeah. they like, you know, they're really afraid of humans. And then eventually they like, you know, feel grass for the first time and they like mm. jump for joy and it's so cute. And I'm like, Oh my God, I would die. I would like, yeah. this is, I want this to be my life. <laughs> yeah. That's ah! it. That, that would be amazing. It's more fulfilling. Be... I mean, to be honest, I, I would rather have that than have a villa in Mexico. Mm. I could always go to Mexico. I mean, I could still go and like go for two weeks. I don't necessarily have to go for the whole winter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I yeah, mean, again, I it's just, that that would be pretty cool though. That would be fun. It'd be like, so amazing. And it would keep you busy. And I think this is this is the thing. I think why, and I, I could be wrong, you know, it depends on so many different factors, your health, all different kinds of stuff, right? But I think, especially I think too many people or a lot of people when they retire, they just kind of like stop everything. Like, you know, yeah. they're not working, they're not working anymore. And then, yeah, maybe the first couple of months they're like sleeping in and they're loving it. But then after a while, um, they start to age themselves because they're mm -hmm. not out there doing things, you know, and you do start to like, you know, I think, I feel like you shorten your lifespan as well when you do that, because I feel like if you're active and out and doing things, I feel like there's something to be said about keeping your mind stimulated, keeping your mm -hmm. body stimulated, um, I do you think certain people are like that versus like, we're obviously not really like that. Mm. I think, I think you're right. I think that's, that's a good point because like for me, don't get me wrong. Like I could spend a week and just chill at my house. Well, actually I don't even think I could do it for a week. No, I don't think you could do a week. You would probably no. go crazy. You're worse than I, me when it comes to this. I know I could go a couple days probably, but then after that I just need to be doing something, you know? Yeah. So like at least go for a walk or do mm -hmm. something. Yeah. But you oh, know what? Animals are the solution. I'm telling you. Mm. Whether or not I have a sanctuary. Mm. 
Animals are I, just I, the best. I know. I was thinking for me, because at least right now, especially right now, even for the next couple of years, like I don't see myself getting a pet because of my lifestyle. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Like the things, you know, I like to go out and go drinking and go travel and do all this stuff. But I think um, I did foresee, and I don't know if it's going to happen when I'm a bit older, but I did foresee for sure when I get close to retirement age, I'm going to get a pet. For mm-hmm. 100% sure, I'm probably going to get a dog or something like some animal. Really to close me. to retirement age. You're going to wait that long, Daniel. God damn, what's wrong with that, Roses? Oh, it's because you didn't really grow up with animals. But the thing is, I, w- I would, you know, I'm just meaning, I, I d- bleh, what am I try- trying to say? <laughs> I can't even talk. I, I want, <laughs> oh my <laughs> Can God. you talk to, oh God, Daniel, you almost finished that bottle of wine. Um, no, like I would saying that I would do that in retirement, but like it could happen sooner. I just know for the next like five years, at least that's probably not going to happen just because of my lifestyle now that I want to live. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't want to take in a dog because I know how much work dogs are and I know that I wouldn't be a, a, you know, cause I want to still do a ton of traveling and like big trips and all kinds of stuff. And I know you can still do that with a pet, but it's like, a lot more responsibility and a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. And you know, I have commitment issues, so that's a yeah, big I think commitment. That's mainly, I think that's mainly the issue, <laughs> but it's also because of the fact that I know you had a dog. Did you have a dog? Like when you were very young, you said, or was it a cat? I had a cat. Okay. So you had a cat when you're very young. So you're not used to really having an animal around. Whereas like yeah. I got used to it because I had Minnie and now I have Nari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you're right. Like it's hundred percent like huge responsibility. It's not something that anyone should do unless they're like really ready for the responsibility. Yeah. Um, but for me, because now I'm so used to, you know, having these animals around and I know mm-hmm. like how much they give to your, like, of course there's so much responsibility, but they're also like, they give you so much like true, in true, return. True. So like, I definitely like once mm-hmm. I get a family, like, a, like when I'm single, like, yeah, it's going to be harder for me to like yeah. commit to a, a, an animal, like for my household and stuff. But once yeah. I get a family and like, like if, if I get a family, if I get married, mm-hmm. like we'll see, uh, yeah. if I do, I definitely, I think I definitely want a dog. Yeah. 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 No, or I three. can see that. This is, <laughs> this is the thing. Once I'm settled, once I'm more settled with a family uh-huh. as well, if that, if that uh-huh. is what's in the cards for me, um, then that's definitely something that would be in the future. But like just right now and yeah. my lifestyle and, you know, single, the way that it's I, hard when you're single kind of exactly because, when you're because alone because you exactly. have all the responsibility. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's just on you. No one else. So then you have to think, Oh, like, cause right now as it is, I could just drop everything. If you're like, Oh, Daniel, shall we meet? Well, if there wasn't this virus, but like if I'm mm-hmm. living downtown and you're like, Hey, what are you doing after work? Shall we go grab some cocktails or something? Be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's do it. Whereas if you had a dog, and you, you have to go home, feed the dog. Yeah. Take it for a walk, do all that stuff. And yeah. there's a lot more to it. Right. Which, which that, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, like you said, they give you a lot as well, but I just think like right now where I am at in my life, like I'm it's just not, not ready fair for, for the dog. Exactly. This is the thing. If I have a dog, I want to give as much as I can to that dog. And I feel like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fair yeah. to it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. Well, Nari is having the best time of her life. The The COVID thing is the best thing that's ever happened to her. I'll tell you like, that every, much. Every, everyone's home all the time. <laughs> I honestly think she is so spoiled because mm-hmm. she's like, she's never really alone because mm-hmm. my parents, like either one of them are usually home and, yeah. um, but it's great. I'm, I'm very happy that she's having the time of her life. <laughs> Exactly. No, but that's good. You know, and like you said, like she's enjoying being around all of you guys as much as you guys are around her, you know? So yes, she's a bit cray cray. 
She she is a bit she is a bit crazy. I remember She's when we so took her for cute, a, for a walk up in Nose Hill, and she was like getting crazy with you, Rose. Like she rah, she rah. gets into these weird moods where she gets like so hyper. Yeah, Nari is so like guys. If you don't know, Nari is my family dog. So like, she lives mm-hmm. with my parents, but basically. She's my dog, okay? Because mm-hmm. I adopted her, technically. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, parents, she lives with you. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason is because... I Actually, I would have taken her, but it's because mm-hmm. I... At that time, I lived in an apartment that didn't allow dogs. Mm-hmm. So my parents have a house with a you know large backyard. So it's yeah. obviously better for her as well. So she's living there. And um, she is just like the craziest dog (laughs) she has like so much energy Mm -hmm. and sometimes she gets into this like mood where she just like we take her off leash in like an off leash park and she'll just run i'm sure other dogs do this as well okay Minnie used to do this sometimes too but nari Mm -hmm. gets like insane which will just run and run and run in like circles yeah and and, like just kind of go out of control it's almost like, she, yeah, it's almost like she gets so excited. She just doesn't know how to control herself. Yeah. So she just like gets into this almost like hypnotic state of like, yeah. of like craziness of just like running, like and going Daniel in circles. Was like, what is happening? Yeah. Cause I was like, oh my God. To be fair, my friend's dog does it a little bit, but like not quite like, cause my friend's dog is oh, also Nari's, like, yeah, quite young. Nari's but insane. Like, yeah. Nari was like, whoa. I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. But like, I was just like, whoa. And she kept like jumping on Rose to like get her to play with her or something. And you're like, Daniel, I think she thinks I'm just like a dog or something, you know? She actually, <laughs> I think she thinks I'm a dog. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she thinks I'm a dog. She, it's cause I like, I never like scold her cause I'm such mm-hmm. a, you know, my parents are always like, you need to like not spoil her. I'm like, I know, but like, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then my parents are like, oh my God, you're spoiling her too much. And I'm like, well, it's fine. So she thinks I'm a dog. <laughs> you know what? You know what's so nice about pets as well, though, and dogs, and like why I think partly why they bring so much joy to people as well is like they literally like unconditionally love yes. you. Yes, do you know what I mean? It's like, amazing. You like come home and they'll be so excited to see you, mm-hmm. like more excited, like because people than like anyone, that, you know? Yeah, yeah, like we're never gonna be like that, you know? Like there's gonna be days where I'm like, oh, fucking pissed off with my partner or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whereas the, it's like dogs, like. They might have their moments, but like the second they're like, you, you're you about to take them for a walk or you come in the door, they're just like, oh my God. I like they have, know. It's like they haven't seen you for years, even though they saw you like 10 minutes ago, you know? They're I like, know. Ah. That's what's amazing. That's yeah. what's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though you're not speaking, it's like you can feel the love, you know? You're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's so like, it's like nothing. You can't, it's different from human interaction. Mm. And there's nothing, you can't really compare it to human interaction. It's like so yeah. different. It's like a different form of com- communication. Mm-hmm. Well, how, <laughs> in, how, 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 oh, how interesting is it though that you can like, you know, even though you don't speak obviously the same language, but like yeah. you can kind of understand like each other. You know what I mean? Like when yes. you tell your dog to come, they know. Or like when they're making... When you're kind of no- mad at the dog, they know. Exactly. But it's the same with the dog. You also know if Nari's like sad about something or if if she's like if if she has like an angry bark or like a you're like oh my god what's she doing right you know what I mean so it's kind of she does this lately she's been doing this weird thing so we take her to the dog park all the time Mm -hmm. and she usually she's a very nice dog the thing is like she's crazy in terms of like she's so energetic and she just like wants to play and she's just like she's like a wild wild child you know 
but she's never mean. Like she's always nice to all dogs. She just wants to play with everybody. Mm -hmm. But lately she's been a little, not necessarily aggressive, Mm. but it's like she, I, I think she gets jealous or she wants to protect. It's one or the other. Where, like, for example, let's say, like, another dog came up to me at the dog park and, like, was kind of like, you know, you know, like, dogs, like, jump up a little bit. So if a dog does that, she's recently been, you know, when a dog does that, she'll, like, come up and kind of, like, she'll never bite or anything like that. But she'll kind of be a little bit more, like, slightly, you know, it's like she's trying to protect or she's jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, don't do that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe you guys, if you guys have dogs, you can, uh, if, if anyone's still listening, it's been like fucking two and a half hours. <laughs> it's like two hours. I'm starting to think maybe we, we should, uh, cut the, uh, not cut this, uh, but like, um, you don't, you don't want to continue. You don't want to make this a three hour episode. Oh God damn Rose. No one ain't no one going to listen to us for three hours. Okay. There's Let's some, be- there's some podcasts that are three hours long. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, there's some podcast episodes like Joe Rogan sometimes does three hour long podcasts. But I guess it's That's Joe crazy. Rogan. Yeah, it's People Joe will Rogan. People listen to Joe Rogan. Hey, we could be just as good as Joe Rogan. I think we're I more interesting than Joe Rogan. God damn. We just need that. We just need that um that one episode, you know, to go viral <laughs> and then create this like huge buzz around our podcast. I feel like we're like bubbling Do blo- podcast episodes go viral though? I think so. Sometimes something will happen and they'll be like, oh my God, have you heard about this podcast? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, then... so we need to do something crazy then. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn, I don't want to... No, but I, th- I think that we're we're just like bubbling under the surface at the moment, you know, ready to... Big things going to happen First? in 2021. 20- <laughs> yeah. And it's going to take oh my off. God, are and... we putting it out there? 2021. Mm-hmm. It, our podcast is going to take off. It's going to become a contender or competitor <laughs> with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be insane. <laughs> Okay, no. So the other day I was looking at Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't really listen to Joe Rogan. Um, I've seen... I don't either. Yeah, I, I, I watched some clips like on mm-hmm. YouTube because there's like shortened clips. Um, but yeah, I don't really listen to Joe Rogan. But I saw like kind of the... Because I was like fascinated by, you know, how his podcast became such a large so podcast. It's like the yeah. number one podcast in the world. Yeah. And so I was like interested... And I was watching kind of the history of it. And I guess he just started because first he, he was on fear. Do you know he was the host of fear factor? No, I didn't know. Oh my God. <laughs> you didn't oh my know. God. It makes sense. I <laughs> knew I recognized him from somewhere. Yes. He was the host. <laughs> yeah. And I think before that, or maybe after that he was like on, I don't know. He was some kind of maybe mm. in the, sports i think he was maybe he was like uh hosting for ufc i don't know he did some other stuff but he yeah i think he was before the podcast the most well-known thing he did was fear factor fear factor (sighs) that's my you just blew my mind rose yeah so now you're like oh my god i recognize him now yeah Mm -hmm. so that so that's what he was on and then i think obviously i think he he did that for a while and he was you know probably a little bit sick of it and then he i guess he had a website where are you still on Okay, yeah. you're still there. Okay, so I guess he had a website <laughs> where he had his own website. Mm-hmm. And then he started... This was like back in like 2000... I don't know, three or four? Like long okay. time ago. Yeah. And I guess like he had this website and then he like knew somebody that um, made videos for somebody else. And he was like, oh, why don't you make videos for me? So they started making videos on their website. And mm-hmm. that kind of turned into a random like podcast. Uh, so okay. it was a... L- what I'm saying, my whole point is it started a very long time ago. 
Yeah. Like he started this before podcasts were even like really a thing. thing. Yeah. Exactly. And Uh, that's why he's very big because he built that audience up from like fucking 2000, maybe five or something like a long time ago. So we look mm -hmm. at what, obviously we look at what he's achieved now and we think, oh my God, that's amazing. Like I want to get that. But like he's worked it up for the last like 15 years, maybe. Who knows, right? Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't have, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, right? So it's, it like takes time Uh to, to. Especially um, podcasts. mm Mm-hmm. They're the, so we'll they're, see, Daniel. they're the long, exactly. They're the, like I said before, they're the long game, you know, podcasts aren't like a quick, mm. easy, easy thing. And the good thing is, is like, we're enjoying it it's right now like and TikTok, having fun. So it's I think not that's like, the important yeah. thing. That's yeah. the thing. I feel like there's so much more to something like a podcast. And I feel like it's, it's enjoyable because we're doing it because like we just enjoy conversation. And mm. if anyone wants to listen, that's amazing. And we would still be having these conversations regardless of, you know, us doing this. So that's that's the fun. That's what I think is so fun about our podcast Mm -hmm. is like, okay, maybe we wouldn't be like looking up all of these news stories and things. Yeah. But we would be, we would be still talking about like a lot of the stuff that we talk about. It's like, if we saw that news story or that article, we -hmm. would bring it up and we'd be like, oh, going for drinks and be like, oh my God, did you read about this? Like freaking crazy. Or like, even like, you know, our friends send us articles and like, we'll all be talking about them and stuff. So this is like something we would be doing anyway, like you said. So it's kind of fun to like put that out there and, you know, and to be fair, like I'm surprised, like in this year we have gotten such a good response overall. Mm -hmm from like from like our listeners and stuff and our people that view us on on youtube which is super encouraging and nice you know like to get that um positive feedback exactly and actually there's a really cool thing i'm going to post some highlights from it because i didn't go through it all all yet um but there's like a uh what's it called um spotify year end 2020 kind of thing oh i want to see it it's so cool but they have it for the podcast right so I started going through it and it was like this is so it was like you were heard in over 55 countries and then it was like something else came up and it was like you've recorded or you put out this much content this year and like there was like a couple others and I was like oh that's so cool that's awesome mm -hmm. so I think that's that's you know it's encouragement to keep going and just enjoy like you know we're enjoying doing this yes you know until it becomes like something that we don't want to do I think we just keep going and see what see Mm -hmm. what happens you know and Mm -hmm. you're right like maybe we become the next Joe Rogan or maybe <laughs> in 20 maybe, years, who knows guys? Exactly. Or even if we like achieved even half of that or a quarter of that, you know, it's like, or mm-hmm. even a little bit more than what we're, what we're achieving now. It's exciting to see mm-hmm. kind of where it goes. So yeah, mm. it's fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. God damn. I'll be drunk. Oh God damn. Well, y- you almost done I- your one. I'm yeah. Now I'm almost done. Is that your last little bit, Daniel? Mm-hmm. guys i hope you're enjoying this you know very long episode mm-hmm. i uh i wonder if any one of you are still there <laughs> i think there's there's got to be somebody still there maybe i don't know if you, you know? are if you're watching on youtube or if you're listening maybe you can just hop onto the youtube video mm-hmm. and comment down below because i used to do this when um i had like a really long youtube video on my channel yeah, yeah, yeah. and like i was always like oh my god is anyone even watching until like, you know, to this point. Mm-hmm. And I like ask people to like comment like a weird sentence. And I'd be like, yeah. can you please like comment this down below? So I know mm-hmm. like how many of you are still listening or watching. Yeah. So we should do this right now. Okay, think so of what's a random the, what... sentence. You mm-hmm. think. 
I was going to say uh, Rose the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. <laughs> Good, so if you're guys. Still, if you're still watching at this point. Uh, or listening. Or listen. Well, listening, it's kind of harder for the people to That's comment, though. That's true. Because on Spotify and like um, podcasts, like it's you just can't comment. Maybe if um, you guys, if you can like get yourself to go on YouTube and go on your channel and go on this video mm. and comment, you could do that. But you don't have to. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you are still listening, uh, comment Rose the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be like no comments. I'm like, oh god. I know. <laughs> it's I fine because a fair- lot of people listen on Spotify. Exactly. There's like we have quite a big audience on Spotify, which is really cool. See, this is what I don't like. One of the things I don't like, I mean, maybe it's good in some ways actually, <laughs> but one of the things I don't like is not getting the comments for like the yeah. listeners. Because again, like podcasts are such a different platform and in some ways I actually mm-hmm. do enjoy that. Um yeah. because I think it does allow us to kind of freely talk even though we do put this on YouTube. Yeah. So it does subject us to a little bit more, you know, criticism, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like if you if you were just doing podcast, you could just talk and you don't really get the pushback that you would get on YouTube. And in some yeah. ways, it's kind of nice, you know? Yeah, it's pro, there's pros and cons, like, right? Like you said, like the good thing about podcasts is, yeah, if if we were just doing this on those platforms, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really difficult to get a feedback loop. So in some ways, that's good because you won't get those like crazy people or not crazy, yeah. but like really, really negative, like, um, comments question, and stuff. Yeah, you questioning everything you just said because somebody, exactly. you know, yeah. But on the flip side, it also makes it a lot harder to interact with your audience. So like, yeah. that's one of the things that's challenging because if we, if we just had this on Spotify and um, like Apple podcasts or whatever yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and a couple other platforms, like we wouldn't really know what people are thinking. Like other than our Instagram account, we wouldn't get that feedback. Whereas on Instagram, exactly. we get people like, or not Instagram, YouTube, we get like comments, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, so it's an interesting one. It's like a kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. It's There's a tough pros one. and cons. It's yeah, a tough one. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, and I'm so used to, because I'm such, I'm a YouTuber. I'm mm-hmm. so used to being like, comment down below. Like, let me know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So like, I say this all the time and I realize that it's not necessarily, you know, feasible on a mm-hmm. podcast sort of exactly. situation. Cause, Cause really the only people that can comment Rose are people that are watching this on YouTube, to be honest. Because yeah, the other platforms, true. there's no commenting unless unless you guys are watching following us on Instagram at the Savage Podcast. There's not a plug there, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, which then you should the pe- be, guys. Mm-hmm. Then they can comment or you know send us DMs and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Like like a lot of the questions we talked about today are from people, you know, asking us questions, getting involved. So we really really like that, and you know it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to have that that kind of feedback loop, I guess. To like should talk we start about a TikTok? Things. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about TikTok. Maybe because I'm a grandpa, but like, oh, you're such a grandpa. You barely mm -hmm. know how to use Instagram. Uh, Exactly. So how's your, (laughs) how's your TikTok going by the way, Rose? Oh my God. Well, I've started being a little bit more into it. So I've been posting a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still unsure about Mm -hmm. TikTok, but, um, I feel like I, you know, I'm kind of forced in that direction because, Mm -hmm. Of what I do for a living. Yeah. I mean, but you, who knows? you have to be, because of what you do for a living, on all social media, basically, right? Oh, I mean, not necessarily, but it does yeah. help. Yeah. But I do, I do, you know, TikTok could be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if any other podcasts have TikTok. Because, like, the mm. thing with TikTok, the interesting thing with TikTok is that, you know, it 
it's so it's kind of like random i feel like mm-hmm. so anyone could find us so one day we could just potentially go viral mm-hmm. so we could put like a random clip of us talking about some random shit mm-hmm. saying some stupid shit but it's like funny like let's say it's like a funny clip and then they people see us and they like it and let's say it goes viral then they go to our page and then it says our podcast name and then people more people listen mm. it's a potential opportunity you know yeah i guess i don't know i just <laughs> ah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about TikTok. What are your mixed feelings? Something to think about. No, I mean, it's something to consider. I mean, we could put some stuff on TikTok. We could start a TikTok. I mean, I have no issues with that. None of, neither of, I can't even talk. Neither of us have time. That's the issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, that's the, pardon me. I mean, it doesn't take long to make a TikTok though, right? Yeah, but it's an extra little element. Trust, like you would think. That's true. That's the thing. It's like I always think, oh, it doesn't take that long to post on Instagram. It doesn't t- mm-hmm. take that long to make a fifteen-second, you know, Insta reel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take that long to make a thirty-second TikTok. It does though. But if you put all those things together and you think about it, and you're like, actually, it does. Yeah. So it's a lot. So yeah, even with Instagram now, mm-hmm. there's like you have the posts, then you have the stories, then you have IGTV, and you have the reels. Mm-hmm. There's like four different things that you have to kind of like keep on top of. And it's like, it's hard. There's like a lot of, there's just like a lot of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just, yeah, uh, it's just so much. And I like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. You know what? Grandpa Daniel, I'll let you uh, continue on the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) God damn Rose. You mean as hell. Daniel, it's 2021 almost. I know. Can you believe, I'm sorry. Can I get a refund for 2020? <laughs> yeah, you want to return you want to return 2020. I kind of want to return 2020. Like I don't I think I got my money's worth. I don't think I got mm. any value out of 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think we all definitely got some value. Like in a sense that like we you learned. Think? Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. I think there's been there's been some good things that have come out of this. Like I I agree there's been a lot it's, of like You're right actually. Not you know so what? good things. You're right. Yeah. What are the, let, let's name some of the good things that came out of 2020. Let's so be for positive me, mm-hmm, for oh yourself. Damn. So I think one of them is like reconnecting with yourself um, is one big one, especially when there was like a hardcore lockdowns. That was like opportunity to like really, when things really shut down, it's mm. like you had a chance to really focus and, and actually get some time back. So that's one mm. thing that I've noticed. Cause you know, normally our lives are like, go, go, go pedal to the metal, all this stuff. But when it's locked down like this, you do get some of that time back. And also, right you get more time to like, for me, my, one of the things that I've appreciated this year is being able to spend more time with my parents. So like coming back, I'm at their house and like, I've spent way more time with them than normally I would, even if I had right. moved back and, and, and if there wasn't the pandemic, I would already be living downtown. I wouldn't be here. I'd be seeing my parents like once in a, like once every couple of weeks or whatever, or try to see them every weekend. But you know, it might not be a reality. Whereas now I see them like every day, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think also that, um, getting to know your community, not communities, but like, you know, going on walks more and doing things like, yeah. like even in, in my neighborhood, there's so many cool parks and things that I didn't know, which I would have never found out if it wasn't for this pandemic. Right. right? So the bike pass, the bike trails all across the city. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have ex- necessarily explored that if I wasn't forced to, you know? Yeah. So Aww, that's nice. You're right. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a lot of positives. I mean, we've been lucky. That's mm-hmm. one thing to acknowledge. We've both yeah, been quite 100%. lucky. Like we haven't had any big tragedies like in our immediate, you know, 
family circle. Yeah, exactly. or friends or whatever. So that's one thing to acknowledge. Yeah. Um, and we haven't had like financial concerns either. So exactly. We both have, you yeah. know, jobs, which is again, like big thing. So it's yeah, very, huge. it's obviously tragic for so many people. Mm-hmm. So we definitely acknowledge that. Uh, but I think, you know, for a lot of us, obviously we're all going through something. Okay. We're mm-hmm. all going through this thing together. And yeah, like hundred percent, like all the things I agree with you, like, uh, I think one of the big things, especially in the not very beginning time was like having more time, like, because yeah. I was so, you know, and, I, and I'm still, I'm still very busy, but like in that initial stage, uh, when we had to shut down the cafe, that first mm-hmm. lockdown, like I didn't re- like, I was so busy before and I finally got to kind of like relax a little bit and have a little bit more, you know, I guess work-life balance a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that was actually really nice in, in, in a strange way. Um, it was nice to, you know, have a little bit more time to sleep in and, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. so it was a bit more balanced. And, and another thing was, yeah, like being able to actually like explore our home, like this city, Mm -hmm which again, I normally don't. I Mm -hmm. normally, you know, go traveling somewhere. When I'm in the city, I don't really explore the local surroundings. Because think about even downtown, how many places and places you've walked to and stuff now that you would have barely went to. And the biggest thing for me was my my fitness, my running. Mm. I started running. Uh, Oh yeah, that's right. And now, like I'm so into running now. And it's unfortunate now because it's becoming uh, winter. But in the summer, mm-hmm. I ran like I started running because of this pandemic, because gyms were closed. And um, obviously I had to find different ways of working out. And I used to do home workouts, but I didn't necessarily enjoy the home workouts as much. And yeah. I started walking a little bit more. So I got really into walking. So that's another thing. Got super into walking. Mm-hmm. So many nice, nice areas to walk around honestly we're so blessed here in canada like 100 percent. oh my god it's amazing uh so many beautiful places to go to so i started hiking a lot as well the amount of hikes Mm. i went to this year like so much more than before and and i started jogging and now i've gotten like really into jogging so Mm. i feel like my fitness has like improved significantly this year (laughs) so that's (laughs) good Exactly. And these are all things that you wouldn't necessarily have done if it was, if you weren't forced 100%. into it, right? Especially 100%. I feel like the walking as well. Like I have walked more in the city and like oh all over the city than I ever have. Even when I was and living in Canada before. Too. We, we yeah. didn't really walk before, but now we've started like really enjoying walking. walking. <laughs> I love it. I honestly, the, just yesterday yeah. I was like walking all over Inglewood, Bridgeland. I like, love it. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, if like, I'm like, before I'm like, oh, it's like an hour walk. I'm not going to walk there. I'm like, now I'm like, hour walk. Great. Let me (laughs) sign me up. Sign me up. I'm totally down. Like, Mm -hmm. I love walking. Like, fuck. And and think about like also too like so many beautiful like places and you know I also realized like especially with our downtown core how close everything is like not close yeah. but like in relative terms like I remember when we went on that one walk where we did like I think like thirty thousand steps that day it was like ridiculous <laughs> yeah we did and we and we we like stumbled upon Lindsay Park which is like right by like Fourth um, Street and stuff and like it was so it was nice so nice around there and then also you do the doing the running went up to Stanley is it Stanley Park or something Stanley like that Park, and like yeah yeah. And these are places that like I never I, went to before. Exactly. And think of these beautiful and same with like the biking because all of those places have the bike paths and stuff. It's opened the city up to me. So like yeah. that's something I'm going to take and like next year 
I'm really gonna, even if it's like the lockdowns, like calm down, everything else, especially next summer, if I don't have stuff planned on the weekends, I am going bike riding all over the city because I love it so much. Well, I think I need to get a bike. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And are you going to come running with me? Are you going to do a half marathon with me? I was thinking about it. I mean, I, I can't, I'm not really able to start training yet because obviously yes. like now, now my back like is, I don't know what's well, going on. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to actually start training until like spring winter is over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now the longest I've gone is, I, did I, I think it was like 11.5 or 12 kilometers, which is amazing. That's amazing. Rose. So my plan and yesterday I, I haven't ran for a while, mm-hmm. but I went for a run and I did nine kilometers. Mm-hmm. So I think after the winter, I mean, I'm going to try to run as much as I can while it's, you know, kind of nice enough. Mm-hmm. But I think after winter, I'm going to like actually try to like mm-hmm. work up to half, half a marathon, which is I think 21 kilometers. Yeah. Which I never would have thought I would ever even contemplate. Mm. But now that I've kind of gotten used to running, it's actually, it gets easier. That's the thing. Running sounded like horrifying to me before. Yeah. (laughs) Like I never really enjoyed running, Mm. but I started just a little bit, just being like, oh, I'll just run a little and walk a little, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing like 5K and I was like, oh, cool. And it started getting easier. Yeah. And the more I did 5K, I was like, actually, this is kind of easy. I could do a Mm -hmm. little bit more. And then you just work up and all of a sudden you're doing 10K and 11K and 12K. And you're like, oh my God, how did I get to this level? That's awesome though. Like, cause I'm going to be, pro- well, I, I'm hopefully going to be downtown by the time the winter's over. Yeah! Um, and then we can definitely go running together. Yes. Cause I'd be, I'd be down. And I also like, I can't wait till my office opens. Cause I also wanted to do like, when I was in London, I used to sometimes do, I used to like, it used to get a bit crazy cause there'd be so many people, but we, my office was kind of close to the, the river. So we used to do run around the river. Like, you know, we're out like South it's Bank and so all those nice. areas. Honestly, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and where my office is, I could probably do, I don't know how many kilometers this would be. If I went from like, what if I did the Peace Bridge to St. Patrick's Bridge? How long is that? Loop. It's not that long. No, I didn't like, think wait, so. Like, wait, Peace Bridge to, that's really Sa- not that long. Yeah. So I think that loop, that loop would probably be like 6K. Maybe. The loop? Yeah. Mm, maybe not even. Mm. it's actually like cra- quite short i'm That's trying to crazy. think yeah so i i mean i'll explain to you later mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to bore our international audience with our local mm. geographic this is true we're like oh this place in calgary because yeah. uh but you anyways know, sure, yeah. moral of the story is that mm-hmm. uh there's some positives that came out of the mm-hmm. you know the situation that we're in And, um, for example, like we spent a lot more, I mean, I spent a lot more time in the mountains and going hiking, for example, this summer. Mm -hmm. And even just spending time here in the summer was very nice for me because I actually very rarely, I don't really appreciate this place as much as I should really. Um, because I'm always traveling. It is. It really is. It really is. And I think I really recognize that this summer and mm-hmm. realizing like, oh my God, we actually have so much in our backyard. Like, you know, we should be thankful for so much we have. And mm-hmm. even if you're not in, you know, a really beautiful place, I think, I think it, it's, I think a lot of people can realize like, oh, okay, we actually, there's a lot going for my life at this point mm-hmm. because yeah. there's so many people suffering. So we, we see so much in the news. So I think exactly. it almost makes you appreciate what you have. No, no, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. God damn. I would agree. 
Mm-hmm. What movies are you watching nowadays, Daniel? Did you watch anything okay, funnies? No, well, oh, I have gotten... So one thing that I'm going to recommend to everyone, which is such a... It took me a little while to get into it at first. Oh my God, what? But I freaking love Shit's Creek. Oh, it you're is, like obsessed. I'm seriously obsessed. You know why though? <laughs> it's because it's so well done. It's so well written. Really? Yeah. And like you, you have is to Is it like, a Canadian show? It's Canadian. All like Canadian. A lot of the actors are Canadian. Like it's produced it's with, by um, Eugene Levy's son. Yeah. Right. So it's you. Yeah. Eugene's in it. Eugene Levy. Oh, and Eugene's Dan, in it. Yeah. And then Dan Levy's in it as well. His son. And they actually play father son in it. And it's basically the reason why I like it is it's okay. There's a couple reasons. So I'll just like break it down. Okay, for you explain, really explain the show first to yeah, our listeners. For sure. So Shit's Creek, basically it's about this like mega rich family. So they like owned this like roses video it was called. And, um, it was like the contender to like blockbuster. So it was like, hold huge on, wait one second. Back- yeah. Yeah. So Shit's Creek. So basically the reason why I like it so much is because like the, it's, so the show is about this like super rich family and basically they didn't lose their money because they were like doing illegal stuff. They actually had like a business partner who like stole everything from them somehow. And like, anyway, so they went from, and then they basically ended up in this village, this town called Shit's Creek. And the reason why they, why they ended up here is because for, um, so Eugene Levy for his son's birthday back in like years and years and years ago, as a joke, he bought the son, the, t- the deed to this town as like a joke. And so that was the only, the, the only asset that the government didn't like repossess or whatever it was. And so they were like, well, you could like lay low here for a while because you know, you can go and whatever you can go to this, this town. So they end up in this town called Shit's Creek. Anyway, the, <laughs> and it's but, funny because it's called Shit's Creek, but it's spelled S C H I T T. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, continue. And the thing is, is like the people there, like they basically meet all the locals, and the whole time, like it's this kind of like interesting. Um, I guess problem is like you have this rich family that doesn't want to be there, right? They're like they want to get back to their old life. Um, but as the show goes on the show really emphasizes the importance of like the value of French real making real lasting, Aww. like friendships, relationships. Like it's like so beautiful. It's deeper. See, yeah. There's so, there's such a huge, like much deeper element to it. And you see such character growth as well with the, with the individuals because like, okay. it's like so like, it's so well done. And then how many seasons have, have you watched? How many so seasons only, are there? There's only six seasons. And the interesting thing is <laughs> only they, six seasons. Yeah. But the, the <laughs> The thing is, each each episode, there's only like, I think maybe 10 episodes each season and each episode's like 20 minutes. Like they're short episodes, like super, mm, super short. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is like, yeah, so there's that part of it where it's like, it creates this, and it's really sad because like um, one the girl towards the end kind of sums it up when she's like, you know, you start to see these characters like really appreciate the value of those human connections. Mm, and mm-hmm. the other, the other element that I really liked about it is it's representation of LGBT relationships. Ooh, um, okay. And it, they had a couple LGBT relationships and they've presented it in such a way where, where basically Shit's Creek, it's not like a euphoric place or anything like that, but it's just a place where, nobody basically gives a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody would like bat an eyelash lash or whatever. It's normalized. It's like, Oh, this guy's dating this guy. Cool. You know what I mean? Like no one even thinks like right. you don't have it. You, you, there's no like homophobic. Drama. Vibe. Yeah, exactly. 
there's nothing because you know a lot of shows whenever they have like a gay couple or a lesbian couple there's always like homophobes or there's some kind of like element of that they just like oh wipe that so out they completely. make it like normalized oh that's exactly. really Normal, good normalized completely so i i don't know i just freaking you're love it. obsessed it's, you love yeah. it it's like it's, your new favorite show it is it's like feel good it's so well written i watched one episode mm. <laughs> It takes a little while to get into though, Rose. Yeah. Honestly, you start to like really like the characters and the jokes are like, yeah. they're just so classic. Cause like oh, you it have takes this fam- a lot for me to get into a show. Okay. Continue. Uh, but like, cause like the family, because they're like really rich and like self-centered from before, yeah. like just some of the comments that they say and like the stuff, it's just so fucking funny. Like, okay. Maybe oh. I'll try to watch it again because mm-hmm. I mean, not that I, it's not that I didn't enjoy when I watched mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it, it takes a lot for me to like keep watching a show because it's yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of effort and like six seasons is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but they're only they're only twenty minute episodes. I but actually that's still that a lot. A, that's true. It is a time commitment, and it's just oh, it's so good. I actually cried at the series finale, mm. like in s- series six. Like it's actually like because it of is how well sad, though. The thing is, like when you do watch like a show and mm-hmm. you're like really invested in it. It's sad at the end. It's, I it's, know. Yeah, it is. I get it. I would it's cry. Like when, it's like when Breaking Bad finished, you know, you're just kind of like, oh. Okay, well, I didn't, I didn't cry with Breaking Bad, but it <laughs> yeah. was, it was like a, it was an emotional, re- I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's over. <laughs> yeah. It was an emotional reaction. And that was a time commitment, Rose. That was five seasons and each episode was like an hour. Oh my God, but Breaking Bad was so good. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but that is a masterpiece and a half. I know it's such a well. You know what else is a really, really good series though? What? Uh, Money Heist. It is it was, so well done. Did you? Okay, so I watched the first and second season, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched the after that because yeah, I so feel I've like. Watched, mm-hmm. I watched the third season as well. I think I've watched the third season. Yeah, because how the fourth, was the fir- third season? Um, it's still pretty good. Um, it's I feel like I f- it got repetitive even from the second season. Yeah, the first the first season was obviously the best. Like that was like the best. Like it was, it was so well so done. So good. Like so good because every time you like because whenever you have a show that keeps you guessing and you just don't know, mm-hmm. that's when you know you're like, oh my god, this is a fucking good show. And what um, I felt with the second season, and I still mm-hmm. kind of enjoyed it, but I felt with the mm-hmm. second season, it was like, it was almost like they kind of repeated a lot of the similar, mm-hmm. you know. If you got okay, guys, if you if you haven't seen Money Heist. It's a Spanish show where they mm-hmm. basically the the gist is that a few people they basically go into the Bank of Spain. Is it the Bank yeah. of Spain? I think and so, they yeah. like try to steal a bunch of money. Okay? Mm-hmm. Or they try to print a bunch of money and they try to hi- base it's a money heist, okay? Yeah. Uh, and that's the premise, but it's like really really well done. But okay, what I felt was that the second season was a little bit more. It was a it, it was a little repetitive. Like it seemed mm-hmm. almost like the first season a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't remember which season which which, which stuff, stuff happened. happened. Like, like I can't remember if it was the season three was the. I think, I think season three was the most recent one, one where, where yeah. they um one, one of them gets, gets captured by the by the by the government. Okay. Um, and there's like a big drama, and they decide to rob like an even bigger. Uh, oh god yeah and wait so it, can we talk about who we thought was hot <laughs> <laughs> okay let's okay so first of all with this show if you guys haven't mm-hmm. watched it they have like names for these people they have uh, mm-hmm. aliases 
Yeah. Okay. So the reason the reason they do it is because they don't want. It's like for example, if me and Rose were going on a heist, right? <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't want to use our real names because then if we're if I'm like, oh Rose, go over here, like it's gonna be so obvious. So they used yeah. city names, so they would pick like a random yes. city, and all of them had city names. So and um, who was your favorite? Mm, I I I liked Rio. I know you did. Rio was he's just cute. Like, he was just so cute, and he just he wasn't like he just seemed like a nice guy like you know, but what you I know mean? what's weird is like i wasn't that into rio mm. i and he's kind of boy bad? next door he exactly you would think that yeah. i'd be kind of into him but mm. okay who did i like oh i like two guys okay <laughs> oh and they're gross, both kind of assholes they're both assholes which is weird yeah. mm-hmm. okay but this is a show guys okay yeah what i like in shows is different from what i like in, in real reality life, okay yeah 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 Oh, guys, you're getting a treat. If you're still listening now, you're getting a treat. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so I I know he was a complete asshole, but I liked mm. uh, Berlin. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I remember you telling me and I was like, He was what? hot. I, okay. Mm. He was a little bit weirdly hot. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Was it in season two that you had the um, that guy that was obsessed with him and then they like had a, they made out? Or was that season three? Oh, like, did he have a gay, like, gay partner? No, yeah, he had a gay I, friend. He had a gay friend who was, like, obsessed with him. I don't know. Yeah, I do remember in season, I think it was in season two, where they, they introduced a new character uh, that, uh, that like, like, you know, it was, like, his past lover or something. I don't know. They weren't um, lovers. Like, he, he. Oh, Berlin? they weren't lovers. Okay, don't give it, don't give it away, Daniel, in case nobody I won't, watched I won't. it. That's true. Okay. And who's the other person, Rose? Uh, oh my God, which, which, um, I can't remember what his name was. It was the one that, oh, what, what, con- uh, what city was he? He's the Denver. one that got Denver. Was it Denver? The one that got with the hostage. Oh, that was Denver. Really? Den- the one that oh. had the weird laugh that was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God, I was kind of into Denver. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Because, okay. The thing is, I liked him because mm-hmm. he, like, he came across as like an asshole, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, a bad guy. But then like when it came to, you know, like the stuff that mattered, like he was actually like kind of the good a guy. Nice like he would yeah, do yeah, the yeah. nice thing. And I was like, oh my God. And he was, he's kind of cute. Yeah, he is a good looking. He's good looking. He was good I'm looking. Not gonna, I'm not going to deny like, that, Rose. Like if he started talking to me right now, I would be okay with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> He's actually, interesting story. Yeah? He is actually from the city that I was teaching English in, in Spain. Oh shit, he was from Murcia. Yeah. Shut the front door. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my teachers, she was like, oh yeah, she like, she, I don't think she said she knew him, but she like knew his family or something because it's Murcia's a small city. Oh my yeah, God. and I was like, oh my God, that would be, I was like, that would be so weird if he came home for lockdown and I like ran oh, into him be, in the street <laughs> or something. Oh, that'd be so weird. Oh my God. How did this happen? <laughs> selfie. Selfie. Oh my God. I would die. Mm-hmm. Would you here's ma- the problem. You-, you know, here's the problem with these like famous people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. Like, okay. It's like, if I have the hots for like some famous person, I would their not character. Act- Huh? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not. It's not necessarily the character, but it's like, mm-hmm. is that what you said? The character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't necessarily be that. But it, it's more so that I wouldn't know how to act. Uh, like I wouldn't act like I normally would in front of other people mm. to this person. 
because that's I think that would be the problem with like if you are famous, people mm-hmm. like just act weird around you because of everyone's course. like, oh my god, like oh my, you're like this famous person, mm-hmm. and then you're like, uh, okay, so you can't have like a normal conversation with somebody. That's true, but you would try to like. I don't know. Yeah, that would be a tough one. I feel like I would love to try to have a normal conversation, but then like I would just be like, uh, mm-hmm. "Hi, uh, <laughs> I, I saw you in Money Heist. Yeah, you were awesome. Like, what would you say otherwise? Like, I would love mm. to have a like. I always envision myself having a very normal conversation with Jake Gyllenhaal and <laughs> telling him all about my life mm-hmm. and you know. Floating mm. with him, but and, if he, I actually, and he reciprocates and asks you lots yes. of questions and looks deeply into your eyes. Why would he not? Exactly. But <laughs> but if I actually met him in real life, I would be like, oh my god, I love you. You, be, you would fangirl. Mountain. Yeah, like I would yeah. totally fangirl, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I love you in Brokeback Mountain. Can I take a selfie with you? Oh my god, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, and then that'd be it, mm. and then it'd be over. Yeah, and then he would never know my true amazing. Awesome, charming personality. Yep. This is true, Rose. <laughs> and on that happy note, I think it is... We're going to end this. <laughs> yeah, it is time to say goodbye, guys. So first of all, before we go, though, I just wanted to shout out to all of our listeners and all of our watchers from across this year. This has been a crazy year for everyone. And, you know, it's just been really nice to, to go on this journey with you and celebrate one year of the Savage Podcast, which is super exciting. Um, and thank you for your, you know, continued support, continuing to listen and watch and engage with us. So it's, it's definitely meant a lot to me and I know to Rose as well throughout this year. So, mm -hmm. oh, Daniel, Mm, you'll be making me emotional. Oh, God damn. I can't believe it's been a year guys. I know it's crazy. It does seem like just yesterday. This is like time's flying so fast. It seems like just yesterday we're like, let's start this. Um, and on another note, guys, if you're not already and you want to, you know, watch us, if you're not watching us now um, and you want to see what we're, we're wearing and stuff, uh, especially in today's episode, <laughs> check us out on YouTube. It's the Savage Podcast. Uh, we have lots of all of the video versions of the episodes on there. And obviously feel free to comment, subscribe, give us thumbs up. Um, obviously, we're on all of the major um, podcast apps, uh, Spotify, all of that. And we have a Instagram account at the Savage Podcast. And... If you guys want exclusive, exclusive uh, access to the episodes a, a week early and also ad free uh, versions of all the episodes and a bonus episode every single month. That's right, guys. Every single month, an extra episode. Um, check us out at patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Yes, Anything else you'd like to job, add, Rose? <laughs> that was a great plug. Mm. All right. Wow. Well, without- all we need a, is a little bit of wine and Daniel, and he is a professional podcaster. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, <laughs> this, is the, this is the thing you should know by now, Rose. Is if you want me to get professional, just get me drunk. And then, you know, professional, <laughs> exuberant professional, you know? <laughs> and guys, once again, if you're still listening, what was the line that you want, that Daniel wants you to type in the comments? Rose, the red-nosed reindeer. There we Rose, go. Rose, the red-nosed reindeer. Type right, it well, down f- because then we can mm-hmm. see who's our real fans. So, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, have a great Christmas, guys. And um, yeah, speak very, very soon and take care of the holidays. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.